Am I talking to Elvis right now? Oh, yes, the yeah. one and only. You beautiful man, you. <laughs> Let's just talk about that. Let me introduce myself. Yeah. Oh, gosh, Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Oh, this is such a production. This is Elvis Duran in the morning show. So here we are back at home. I miss Puerto Rico. Me too. Same. We, we had so much fun in Puerto Rico. Everyone who joined us for the big trip to San Juan, uh, we thank you. So Everyone nice. that works at that incredible hotel, the Caribe Hilton, thank was, you so much. What an amazing trip. It really. was great. It was, Danielle. I loved, I loved Puerto Rico. How about you? I loved Puerto Rico. It, the water, it's, I mean, just looking at that water, there's nothing like that blue water. What about you there, Gandhi? I'm sad that I'm back here, to be completely honest. Yeah. I love you guys, <laughs> but I would like to still be there. I'm sad you're here, too. Yeah, I just thought you might Froggy, be. Froggy, you had a good time? I just want to go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scary, you did okay? Sure did. All right, okay. You know, Daddy Yankee and uh, Daddy Yankee. I like to say Daddy Yankee. <laughs> or you can say Daddy Yankee, whatever you want. With Katy Perry. And Snow is even on this song, Concoma. You want to hear it? Yes. All right. Let's go back to Puerto Rico for the next four minutes. <laughs> I got the boom, boom, boy. You could be my Puerto Rican dream. I'll be your California girl now. I got the boom, boom, boy. Great to hear Katy Perry take a little trip down to Puerto Rico. Our friends Chris and Howard, they were uh, in, in uh, Puerto Rico with us. Now they're back home in San Francisco. How you guys doing? Good morning, Elvis. I know. Hi, good morning. I know we miss it, too. You guys, are you missing uh, Puerto Rico like us? Oh, yes. Fun. Yeah, Yeah. there they go. Well, look, I know you're back home safe and sound in San Francisco. I can always tell we're always back to work when, you know, the phones sound awful, <laughs> but, but, we're ha- but we're happy that you guys had a great time. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. We have an amazing time with you guys. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Howard, you too. Thank you guys. Even though they called you Harold. You, what? you know, great. You know, it was a bro- Brody said your name was Harold. Remember that? Brody was getting everyone's name wrong. He really was. He screwed us over. Anyway, have a wonderful time back. You're the first callers of the day, so I- I'm sending you more shirts. You got shirts on the way. We're going to ask you to ruin it for us. Yeah, we'll ruin it for you. Don't you worry. Hold on one second. It's, it's good to talk to you again. Yeah, we met so many people, so many new friends in yeah. Puerto Rico. What do you think? Uh, we definitely did. We, I have to say, we have, we really do have the nicest listeners. We do. They're just, every time, you never know what you're going to get in these situations. You're like, well, who's going to come on this trip? And every time, I'm not disappointed because they're they're so fantastic. We have new friends. You yeah, do. no yeah. one's weird or annoying. Other than us. Like, we're just the us. weird ones. Yeah, we creep everybody out. Yeah, we're the weird creeps. <laughs> anyway, let's go around the room and get started. We'll start with you, Gandhi. What's on your mind today? Okay, so in Puerto Rico, I think I found what might be my new favorite sound of all time. What is it? We went into the rainforest and the little frogs, the cookies, yeah, the cookies. were everywhere. So I was trying to record it. And then I posted a video and all of these people who at one time or, or are from Puerto Rico or live in Puerto Rico, they all said that's my favorite sound too. Here it is. Oh, go play. Okay. I love them, too. I know. It's so relaxing. It's the cutest little Did you take one home with you? I tried so hard. No, you really shouldn't bring the... uh, I know. You shouldn't bring the wildlife back with you. I was told not to touch it. Yeah, I know. It was just, you know what? Being outside around the clock, that's what you can do when you have beautiful weather like that. It's it's, it's fantastic. Hey, Scary, what's up with you today? Well, there's a famous saying that goes, never put off till tomorrow what you can do today. But when you get off of a flight and you're dead tired and your suitcase is on your bed and you're about to unpack... I say it's good to go to sleep, get 10, 11 hours of sleep, and then you should put off till tomorrow and do it. You know, do it tomorrow. Put it off oh, today. Please. So I'm, I I'm gonna, I'm, I'll be 
Yeah, my bag will be packed for a week. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm so, unpacked already. You already unpacked. I'm like that anal one that I ha- it has to go because I'll never do it. If I don't do it, then right. I'm never gonna do it. Right. So both sayings actually work. It works Scary. both ways. You know, yeah. leave it packed. Okay. Leave it, leave it packed. Leave it packed. Take it with you next time. I love that though. Uh, what's up with you today, Danielle? So uh, there was one point during the weekend that I was getting ready for us to go to the pool party, and in the background was a Lifetime movie on the television called <laughs> a my, Lifetime movie. Yeah, called My Killer Client. So. <laughs> It got to the point where I couldn't watch the last half an hour because I had to leave for the pool party. So I go home and I tell my son, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to DVR my killer client. So he did. So now I have this to watch now. I'm so excited because the show is, the movie was so good. It sounds so bad. It's good. Yeah, My killer client on Lifetime. You're going to love it. My killer clown. She well, was no, no. so <laughs> excited about this when Client. she came down. Client. Client. You got excited about a Lifetime movie? It was so good. You're strange. <laughs> All right. Uh, look at there. There's Sam. I made it. How you feeling? I'm Aww. tired. I'm okay. Well, you look good. Well, uh, who do you, do, uh, who do you want to do horoscopes with? Yeah, do you do them with All me. Right. Right. All right. All right. If you are celebrating today, you celebrate with Cher, who's 73, and Rachel Platten, who's 38. Capricorn, making an advance in your career. Be cautious of harmful rumors and keep focused on your daily tasks. Your day is a seven. Aquarius, your head is in the clouds. Pay attention to your schedule, but don't forget to write down any ideas that your creativity has guided you to. Your day's a 10. Pisces, there are many outcomes to a current situation you've been faced with. When deciding which path to choose, follow your gut instincts and ask for help if you need it. Your day is a nine. Aries, you might be feeling intense emotions. Allow yourself time to heal. You are your number one priority. Your day's a nine. Hmm. Taurus, you're feeling in control of your daily routine, so stay organized, but remember to take a break every now and then. Your day is an eight. Gemini, work is taking up all of your free time. It's okay to take time off, but always stay professional. Your day's a ten. Cancer, your creative projects are demanding a lot more from you. Don't procrastinate and focus on your daily goals. That way you can make new developments happen. Your day is a nine. Leo, there is gossip in your friend group. Yep. Create some distance (laughs) and pay attention to those who need your support during this time. Your day's a ten. Virgo, you've been organizing your home life. Good job. Cleaning is a great way to make room for new experiences, but don't forget about important work tasks. Your day is an eight. Libra, frustrating situations might send you searching for answers. Don't give up and keep a positive mindset. Your day's a nine. Scorpio, you want to venture outside your comfort zone. Do it. Follow this passion and experience a journey that could spark new ideas. Your day's a seven. And Sagittarius, your efforts are about to be rewarded. Avoid getting sidetracked because the benefits of your hard work are awaiting. Your day is a 10, and those are your Monday morning horoscopes. All right. Yeah, it is Monday. Thanks for reminding me. (laughs) Screw you, Monday. Anyway, let's get into the three things you need to know. Gandhi, what's going on? All right. Saturday was Armed Forces Day, so lots of respect to all the people serving in the military and the U.S. U.S. Military Academy, about to graduate the largest class of black women ever. 34 women are graduating from West Point this week, so congratulations to them as well. All right, I don't know if you guys saw this story, but it's really, really cool. At Morehouse, they had a speaker over the weekend who was getting an honorary doctorate. His name was Robert F. Smith. At the end of his speech, he decided he's going to pay off the entire debt for the entire graduating class. What? No student debt, no student loans for what? them. Yes, he's a billionaire. He's a tech billionaire. He said, I want to put a little fuel in your tank when you guys get out of here. Congratulations on paying oh, for it. Yeah. That's wow. amazing. Oh, about- this is why we need to be billionaires. We can do uh, things like that. That's awesome. And then Oprah gave people at her, uh, where she spoke, she gave everybody a book, and everyone's yelling at Oprah. 
Oprah now that she didn't pay off all the debt. No, you know, <laughs> books are nice. Yeah. Stop She's it. done plenty. It's going to cost this guy about $40 million. And finally, this is kind of throwing me off. Scientists are changing what makes a kilogram a kilogram. What do you mean? So apparently there is this um, cylinder that's been under lock and key in France. It's an iridium cylinder. It weighs what a kilogram is supposed to weigh, 2.2 um well, well, I just lost a pound. Sorry. But now because it like erodes and changes, they're taking that away and they're saying that instead of using 2.2, we're going to use Planck's equation forever. So it's going to be oh. a math equation. It just made it harder. If you're doing math. You totally lost me. Okay. Yeah, me <laughs> it's going to be an equation, not just 2.2. Daniel. It doesn't take much to lose me with math. So. I'm sorry. What did she say? I don't know. You want me to take that one back? No, She's no, too no, smart I, for me. That's a great story. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. So let them mess with that. We'll just play music. Yay. So you guys ready for your Monday? Yeah. Uh, let's have a Monday. Scary. Where do I put it? Uh, okay. Okay. Let's have a Monday. Hi. Well, hello. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Celebrate a star-striped summer with M&M's and Skittles red, white, and blue candies. Purchase a pack between May 1st and August 31st, and you'll add to the $250,000 they're donating to the USO to entertain the troops. $1 donated with every pack purchased up to $50,000. So we did something that was very unusual at the airport last night. We were arriving from Puerto Rico, Newark Airport. We all got off the plane, and I looked at Scary. Scary looked at me. I looked at Alex. Alex looked at his friends. And I said, I'm not ready to go home. So, you know, we actually stopped at the bar in the airport and got a glass of wine. Oh. On the way out. On the way out. This is interesting. Usually people just run for their car, just run for the car. They just want to get out. That is me. After being on the tarmac for an extra 45 minutes to the gate, you really want to go home at that yeah. point. I'm like, let's have a cocktail. So we stopped, had some wine right there in the in the in the um, what do they call it? The terminal. The terminal. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, it was great. People stopped by, hung out with us. What's training? I've always wanted to do that, but I I'm, I just want to get the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah we all do. But so was, you ended as you started. Yes, having a cocktail. <laughs> it was great. It was nice. And, uh, you know, it was nice hanging it's out nice with my It's a nice way to end a vacation. It is. We're in no hurry to get to the house. I was like, what are you going to do? Go mm. home and just sit there and look at each other? Mm. The <laughs> results of my Insta story are in. What, what? Because I took an Insta story while we were there. I said, uh, ever drink at the airport after you land? 70% said no. Pee and Uber out to 30%. Sure. Why not? I'm in. No rush. I didn't, want the, I didn't want the weekend to end because we had such a great time in Puerto Rico. It was just a wonderful time. We really did. I left my voice there. Yeah, you did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Daniel, <laughs> what did you leave uh, in Puerto Rico? <laughs> With nothing. I left my self-respect. Did yeah. you? All I left dignity. a pair of underwear in the room on accident. Did you? Did you? Did you? Yeah, I don't think I'll get those back. No. I, I why would you want them back? Well, because they're still my underwear. If nobody else has put them on, I'll just oh. need to clean them. Yeah, I think you should write yeah, those just off. Just buy a new pair. <laughs> yeah, straight Nate, did you have a good time in Puerto Rico? I had a great time. I got a little bit of a sunburn, but you know, I covered up for the rest of the trip, and yeah. and I managed to uh, get through it. I had a great time. I loved it. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was great to be there, and I I, I can't wait to go back. Oh, I, yeah. want, I want to go back. I think it was. This was my first time traveling with everybody, so it was really great to like see everyone's little quirks and things about them, and to see exactly what Nate said, which is how fast everyone burns. Now I know exactly <laughs> where everybody falls on the spectrum. I think I got a little burn. Am I a little red? You look tan. I look yeah, tan? you have good color, yeah. yeah like, do I look hot to you? Yeah, you do. We got a couple people from the promotions team who may have to peel their skin off. <laughs> oh, God, no, that's not good. That's not good. Anyway, Dr. Oz is coming in today. What's he, talk, what's he talking about? He always has a list of great things to teach us. What's he doing today? Do we know? I have to give him a big hug, though. Why? He helped me with my surgeries. So. Aww. Aww. 
We love Dr. Oz. Anyway, he's on the way in. Uh, let's take it easy. Just a Monday. I'm not. I'm in no rush. Are you guys in a rush? No. no. Right. Uh, your feel goods with producer Sam. What do you have today, producer Sam? All right, guys. It's graduation season, and Julie Krupp wanted me to feature a very special one. So Sharonda Wilson was looking forward to her graduation at Ferris State University, but her son, Stefan, had his graduation at Central Michigan University the very same day. So like the awesome mother she is, she decided to skip her own ceremony to attend her son's. Stefan, however, knew how hard his mom worked and something had to be done about it. He could not take this sitting down. So he shared their predicament on Facebook and soon the two universities teamed up to give Sharonda an incredible surprise. She was actually called to the front of the stage with her son and given a formal official graduation ceremony. That's nice. It was so beautiful. You gotta check out the photos. They're both crying. I love it. So congratulations to the two of them and congratulations to anyone who is earning a degree this season. And if you have someone that deserves to be featured, you can email me. Sam at ElvisDuran.com, subject line, feel goods. Thank you, Sam. Hey, uh, Danielle, what do you have coming up? Uh, Game of Thrones last night. Do you yeah. want to watch? Want to watch? Uh, I did. Yeah. There was a water bottle in one of the scenes. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, a plastic water bottle. Are you bottle. serious? <laughs> a lot goes on on that set. You know what? It's almost as if someone's doing it on purpose. I right. swear. That is hilarious. All right, well, that and more coming up with uh, Daniel's first report of the day. On the way. <laughs> Always learn something new in the Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. Please welcome Five Seconds of Summer. Ooh, I like your moaning voice. Thank you. It's a bit whoa, it's a bit husky. Uh, but, uh, it is. It's, it's tickling a... my gonads. <laughs> Can we say gonads on the end? Yeah. Brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way in the all-new GT four-door coupe. Because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. We were talking about how much we love Taco Bell uh, yeah. this past weekend. As a matter of fact, someone gave me like a $20 Taco Bell gift card. It was like gold. <laughs> I'm so excited to have it. I just don't... I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm going to go spend it wisely. <laughs> Breakfast on you. Hey, Taco Bell does m- much more than give us uh, you know, incredible, incredible things to eat and, you know, hang out. And they also have the cantinas here in New York City, mm-hmm. the Taco Bell cantinas. Mm-hmm. They also are making the world a better place. Beyond the crunch wraps, you can actually make a donation to the Taco Bell Foundation. And what they do, they're supporting future leaders across the country, pursuing their passions and educational goals. Every donation is helping the next generation of innovators and creators and dreamers. And you know what? We can all be a part of it by, by simply eating at Taco Bell or go the step further by going to a tacobellfoundation.org. Show your support. Dine at a Taco Bell. And always know that the Taco Bell Foundation is doing great things. Find out more at tacobellfoundation.org. Standard data and messaging rates may apply. Want to be a part of the next conversation? We're watching everything you text to 55100. 55100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. <laughs> I'm so brain dead. This weekend, just, it just took it all out yeah. of my head. Yeah, I don't even know what happened. I slept in today. I woke up to my ride calling me like, you a-hole, I've been waiting out here for 10 minutes. I was like, leave me, just go. We had such a great time in yeah. Puerto Rico, and, uh, and beautiful weather here in, in New York City today. It's going to be hot, hot and yeah, summery. Like summery. I don't know. I'm so excited. Go get your pedicures, please. Oh, scary. <laughs> Don't me that's your bad toes. Scary, scary your toes. I, I saw them at the beach. I got to be honest. You really need to get those worked on. 
a second. I cut them myself, and it's hard to bend over. It's hard to cut so your own go, toenails. I know how much you make. Go make a get a pedicure. Yeah. Go get a, go get a pedi. Hold on, you know how much he makes? No, I really don't, but you know. Well, we, we Elvis assume, always says that. We so. assume he makes enough to get a pedicure. Exactly. <laughs> Scotty B might need a pedicure too, because he was sticking his fingers or his toes in all my pictures, and it was not a pretty sight. Scotty, <laughs> yeah, go get a pedi. Yeah, great teeth. Yes, sir. How are your toes? You're I'm good. Like... Yeah, you know I'm very well maintained. Yes, of course. <laughs> I may not look look. I may not look like Adonis. You know, I may not be attractive, but my body's taken I, care I'm gonna of. Go ahead and say he's probably the cleanest guy on the show. Right. Yeah, you're pretty yeah. clean. My toenails are good. I'm good. <laughs> you know, I went I went an entire week without shaving, and I was just a beast <laughs> at the at the beach. I, just, I didn't that's care. Nice. So I shaved this morning, and I feel like a little little baby butt. <laughs> you do very smooth. I'm very smooth. Hey, uh, I, you know me. I like to burn stuff. So, <laughs> okay. What kind of stuff? Furniture. Okay. You know, just give it to me. I'll catch it on fire. <laughs> anyway, uh, they did this really cool thing in Parkland, Florida. Uh, they built the Temple of Time. It was a huge wooden structure built as a memorial to the uh, victims of, of the, the Parkland school uh, uh, shooting, and right. it was it was just an incredible thing. They they set it on fire yesterday. They burned it like it was this thirty five foot tall. Structure. Oh, wow. No, they, they, they were supposed to. They right. did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It wasn't like someone yeah. broke in and burned it. No, no. no it was it, a memorial, and they had 17 people light it. It was called the Temple of Time across the street from the uh, Coral Springs City Hall. Right. It was just a very moving thing. I saw the video online. It was just a very moving thing when they burnt the Temple of Time. Uh, and the 17 people, of course, lighting up the uh, the temple uh, in memorial to the 17 victims of, of at, at Parkland. So anyway, to see something like that, it's just, it's like, wow. Yeah. Fire yeah. makes me want to burn something. I let's always go, want to burn something. Let's go burn something. Right. But that was a great thing they did. I love it. Yeah. So uh, if you want to just do a Google, find the Temple of Time video from last night. Uh, Danielle, what do you have coming up in your report? You want to do it? Uh, yeah, let's do it. You want to talk about how what happened with HBO Go last night? Yeah. All right. So first of all, if you watched Game of Thrones on HBO Go, it crashed for basically everybody Ooh. who was trying to watch the final episode. The problem is. So many people were trying to watch, it couldn't handle it. Because everyone ruins it. So fans took to Twitter. Oh, my gosh. Really, guys? Now you decide to crash during the finale? I need you the most right now. How could you do this? Like, people were so pissed off. And, of course, now that now that everybody has saw that coffee cup in the Game of Thrones right. episode, they're looking for something else. <laughs> now they have found a water bottle. There was a water bottle in one of the scenes. It's on. I'll just tell you where it is. It's on the floor behind someone's foot. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to tell you what scene. I did tweet it out for you. So if you want to look at it there, it's at Danielle Monero. But there is a plastic water bottle, and I'm pretty sure back then they didn't have plastic nah, water bottles. No, they didn't. Do you think maybe someone's going to get fired over this? I, I don't know. I think it's good for them. They get so much publicity, people talking about it and reposting things. I feel like people, are, they're going to start doing this stuff in other shows on purpose. Oh, so like that's, str- advertising? It's like, where's Waldo? Right. Where's the next thing we hid? Oh, yeah. well, somebody left a Pepsi can. <laughs> exactly. All right, after 20 years, who wants to be a millionaire has been canceled. 3,000 wow, episodes. Years? 20? 20 years. So if you remember, Regis was the host at first. Then we had Meredith Vieira. She was the host. It was in syndication for how long? Cedric the Entertainer actually uh, took over for a while. Terry Crews stepped in for a while. Uh, Chris Harrison from The Bachelor has been wow. hosting since 2015. He's going to finish the current season. And like I said, after that, 3,000 episodes we have seen. Why? Why does it have to go away? Is it cra- I don't 
I love you know. Who wants to be a millionaire? Is that the show Danielle was on? No, 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 no. no. She oh, lost okay. on another. That show. was the weakest link. Oh, the weakest link. Okay. You're the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, Justin Bieber. I still get you know like uh, you know palpitations from that. <laughs> Justin Bieber's manager celebrated the 10 year anniversary of his single One Time on Saturday. So uh, I guess happy anniversary. <laughs> okay, Woodstock 50. <laughs> it's still happening. It's back. <laughs> She loves that. So I can't wait for the fire festival to happen. Uh, it's supposed to happen in August. They secured a new financial backer. Still no word on when tickets might go on sale, but it's happening. I'm just letting you know. Uh, Future gave his five-year-old son a Rolex for his birthday. Well, that's reasonable. Yeah, okay. Uh, the Big Bang Theory series finale uh, brought in 18 million viewers. That's the most since uh, 2015. And, okay, so this just made me laugh. So there's a band called First Aid Kit. Okay, it's a Swedish folk duo, and it's just funny because they canceled their summer tour due to medical issues. But their name is First Aid Kit. But they, I get it. Okay, and it's it's not anything serious. They did say everything will be okay, so I'm not making fun. They said we look forward to seeing you soon. I just thought it was just funny because the name is okay. <laughs> and tonight on television, it is time for The Voice. Uh, that'll be cool. The Bachelorette is on. You've got Beat Shazam, the third season premiere of Beat Shazam. That looks so good, so check that out. And the 2019 Carpool Karaoke primetime special. Celine Dion is James Corden's guest this year. You know, it was scary who says he just doesn't get carpool karaoke. Yeah, you don't like yeah. It. he hates yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. It's just he doesn't like, like it. It's not funny. I mean, okay. It's like well, people in a car singing. It's, it's made f- James Corden a lot of money. It's so. not funny, but it's fun. It's they're having so fun. Awesome. Sometimes fun. they're funny. And you learn a lot about celebrities that you normally wouldn't learn. I feel like a lot of celebrities give us stuff that they don't normally in other interviews. I don't mean to poo-poo in your Cocoa Puffs. I was just never Okay, thank you, Scary. I love all right, all right. I'm okay. sure he's crying. You don't have to like it. We're not forcing you to like it. The episode of Migos was funny. Hello, Carrie. Are you there? Hello, lady. Hello, lady. How's uh, everything in beautiful Fort Lauderdale today? You're good? Yeah, it's a beautiful sunrise right now. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I know. It's a beautiful day. You know, uh, we're making fun of Scary's feet because (laughs) when we were on vacation uh, together over the weekend in uh, Puerto Rico, he took his shoes off and it just frightened the kids. I mean, (laughs) so I've heard. No, I feel like you guys are giving him a hard time because myself, it's been a while since I've had my own pedicure, so like I can't judge. Right. At the yeah. same time, I work all the time. So, like, working hard every day, all the time, it's, it's hard to make time for yourself. Yeah, I know. Well, you, it's good. It, you, it's, it, it, it's good to take care of yourself. Yeah. It's, 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 for sure. A, a pedicure takes maybe 20, 30 minutes, whatever, yeah. and you're out of the chair. Am yeah. I supposed to shave the toe beards, though? Yes, oh, you God. should shave your toe yeah. beards. Carrie, do you have toe beards? Oh, if you Please. go to the right place, you can have a glass of wine or something or champagne. I've got an idea. This is a great idea. Carrie, I, th- I think I've, I've, I've stumbled across what we need to do today. Greg T., you're, you're light on things to do today, right? Yeah, I have really nothing. Why don't you give, <laughs> why don't you give Scary a pedicure? I'm, listen, Elvis, you know me. I'll do anything you want me to do. Oh, if good. that's what you want me to do, I'll yeah. do it. All right, all right Carrie, we're going we're gonna to have a... <laughs> Scary's going to get a pedicure from Greg T. Let me go get the razor and stuff. I'll go get it right. All right, all right, uh, all right Carrie. Have, have a beautiful day, Carrie. Thanks for listening Shady to us. Bye-bye. What does he mean shaving cream to do my toe? That's for your toe beards. Yeah, because you got toe beards, man. Okay, what about the bottom of my feet? Am I going to get a pumice stone or something? Do you get a pumice stone? Oh, I'm getting sick thinking about this. I know. Oh. You know when someone hasn't gotten a pedicure in a really long time because you sat next to those people and they start filing the bottom of their foot and it's like right. grated it, cheese. It, I know it is. Ugh. It is. It's like... <laughs> oh. I can 
it is. It's like it's like Parmesan cheese. What's it called? The calluses. The calluses. It's so nasty. It's like you're at the Olive Garden. They're over your salad. Just put the cheese on there. When you go get a pedicure, pay the extra six bucks for the calluses. Yeah. Please. Well, there is a place right down the street from the station. We go all the time. Oh yeah. And we sit there and we have a we have a blast. Then they also give you a massage if you want one. And you can get different types of pedicures. You can get a spa pedicure, which is more than have the jelly pedicure where you put your feet in the jelly substance. It's so cool. Have you seen the one where the little fish come and bite your feet and exfoliate? I think that's they made that against the law here. I think so. That makes sense. Yeah. What's that scary? Um, it's only fair that Greg T gives me a pedicure now because he jumped in the pool with all of my clothes on on Friday when we were in Puerto Rico. That was awesome. Yeah. That so, was pretty awesome. So I will gladly take that as a thank you. Scary was, walked was... around with his logic shirt on all day because that's the only thing he had that wasn't wet. The highlight of that whole thing, because I'd never seen it happen before, was watching Scary full out run yeah. from where we were to the pool. It was like a Fred Flintstone, like high arms. He ran out of his out of his shoes. Scary is the he has the strangest run we've ever seen. <laughs> he does this thing where his legs like go in front of him. <laughs> like he's like high kicking and running. I, think I had to kick my flip flops off and run across the grass. I it was like when you do high knees <laughs> when you're like conditioning. It's the Popeye um, calf muscles. <laughs> it's like a, like a fast <laughs> penguin. <laughs> What's a fast penguin? <laughs> scary. So you know uh, tomorrow night I'm actually I'm a little nervous about tomorrow night. Why? Uh, I'm, well, I'm doing a, a live special with BTS. Oh, yeah, be nervous. Downstairs at our iHeart Theater here in uh, Tribeca, New York. And, of course, you know, it's going to be a massive crowd. It's going mm-hmm. to be in pandemonium. But they have such a wonderful fan base. I mean, the, the army, they love them. They love them. Oh, yeah. But uh, it's, I think it's a 30-minute special. I think I'm going to pump it out on some of the radio stations. And I, I don't know. Something's okay. happening. They're performing. And I have been made an unofficial fan army uncle. Whoa. They're, they're saying that I'm the official uncle of the fan army. Okay. Do you accept this position? Army. Yeah, of course. Okay. Are you kidding me? What are your, like, what What do you have to do? I don't know. To Just, be the uncle? I don't know because they know I'm a fan and okay. I, I really like their story. I, I love uh, that, you know, the there's seven members of BTS, right? But they're each individual just great guys and great stories. And, and there is a language barrier with, you know, with me. Sure. I can't even speak English. Listen to me. I'm struggling <laughs> to find my next word. But anyway, uh, to get to know them and what they're all about, it's, it's been fun. So I'm studying for tomorrow night so I can sound like I know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it's going to be a crowd of at least 50 billion people here yeah. tomorrow night. <laughs> I really hope they got, so you know. A, I don't get nervous that much anymore, you know, doing what we do for a living. But tomorrow night, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Yeah. I feel like night. it could get to one of those situations where you can't even be heard because people are just screaming the whole time. So good luck. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no. you're welcome. Hey, yeah, straight name. Morning, Elvis. What's, what's going on with you? I, I'm excited to be here. Well, why is that? Why I don't know. I feel like a big old smile on your face. I don't. I feel like summer's finally here, and we had such a good time in Puerto Rico, and everything went right. Every, right. Everybody was happy. The people there are so friendly. I couldn't get over that. And hot. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God! Can we talk about the mayor of Puerto Rico or the governor of Puerto Rico? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he absolutely. was hot. Good lord! We were all like, "Hello, sir." Yeah. <laughs> you, you, uh, yeah, you fell in love with the governor. He's good. Good looking dude. But there's something about, and I, I guess you know, we all have our types that we find attractive or non-attractive, mm-hmm. whatever. But I don't know. I just everywhere I looked, the people who lived in Puerto Rico, the, who were working there, they're they're all like scorching hot. Oh yeah, all I know. of them. What I is mean, that about? I mean, I don't know. It, it, it was just but as a how do they do it? Is how it, how in, do we in, do it? How do we do it? We need to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. What's that, Brody? Uh, a lot of the guys, not me, were making inappropriate. Uh, comments about Nate's girlfriend Heather oh. being attractive. Oh uh, yeah. Who? What? 
They were who, all, who was well, making those comments? You can ask Nate, but he handled it better than most people because he took it like well, I know she's hot. Wait, well, who was who was uh, trying to get all nasty with your girlfriend? Oh, Greg T. Oh. Yes. Yeah. What, was, what was he saying? Well, I mean, she did look really good in her bikini. She I did. was making inappropriate comments. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's, I she's a beautiful <laughs> woman. Yeah. But that's not that's not appropriate. Great I, I took it in stride. I took it as a compliment, and so did she because she did look really Gregory, good. In her I mean, that's not appropriate. I mean, that's his girlfriend. I thought we weren't going to say things about each other's significant others anymore. You know, this is exactly. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> well, no, I didn't know this was going on. Froggy, did you hear about this? I, I haven't heard yes, about because I was there and I heard what came out of his mouth when he told oh, Nate. Froggy, tea. Froggy, what did he say? What did Great T say about Heather? He said, could you please ask your girlfriend to leave? I'm getting aroused, basically, oh, no. with what he oh, said. That, that is inappropriate. Okay, okay, okay. very inappropriate. Okay. Froggy just took four sentences and took a little bit from each sentence and put it all to one and make it sound terrible. <laughs> That's basically That's what, what you said. What That's basically what you said, though. Excusing himself from the pool, walking over to his room, he's like, all right, I got to leave now Again, because I have some business to take care of. That oh, is a, disgusting. That is another <laughs> sentence that Skira right. just added to it. That is not now, what I said. No, Gregory, you know, that, that, I know you're a sweetheart of a guy. We all <laughs> exactly. love you. Exactly. But, but that's, you know, that's sort of inappropriate to talk. Well, it's very inappropriate to talk about someone's significant, significant other life. And I agree with you, Elvis Duran, and I think that someone should be punished if that's really what they said. But that is not exactly what I said. All right, what did you say, T? Okay, thank you, Frank. What I said to... <laughs> What I said to Nate was, and I went right to Nate with this. Yeah. I didn't tell anybody else. I went to Nate. Well, you were talking amidst like 40 people. I with said this. to Nate, I said, Nate, I said, Heather is so beautiful. She's wearing a very sexy bathing suit, Ugh. and it's going to be a very good Friday for me. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Move on. Disgusting. That's, that's all I said. It's very inappropriate. Uh, let's move on. I'm so sorry we brought this up. Uh, hello, Brittany. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Brittany, how was your weekend? Was it good? What'd you do? I got engaged yesterday. Oh, oh no, but, but there's got to be more to the story. What happened uh, while he was popping the question? Well, we it was like eight o'clock in the morning, and right. he woke he woke up took a shower and decided he needed to go to the store. And I was like, okay, but I'm still sleeping. Eventually, I, I woke up, took a shower, go downstairs. He left me a note that says, hey, good morning. Meet me at this lake by the waterfall. Take your time. So I texted him angry because <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and you had no idea what he was up to. Yeah, well, like, I kind of had suspicions, but I was like, why did you leave? I'm hungry. I wanted to go get food. Right. So we got food together. So I'm just texting him angry back and forth, and he's just like, please meet me here. And I'm like, why do you want me to meet you somewhere alone in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh -oh. what's going on? Scene for murder. <laughs> All right. So so you're yelling at him, basically. And he, he, wanted, he just wanted to ask you to marry him. Yeah, I was just hangry. Yeah, sometimes we get hangry. Yeah. <laughs> I am always angry. Okay, so you, you show up by yourself in the woods expecting to either A, uh, get a wedding proposal uh, s screamed at you, or B, he's going to murder you. I don't know. <laughs> Leave your body in the woods. So you got there, and what happened? Well, he was just standing by the lake on, like, the like overlook, and we're just talking for a while. Then I'm like, okay, Justin, why am I here? Then he got down on one knee, and he asked me, and I started crying, Aww. and he hugged me, and I saw that he was recording the whole thing on his phone, so it's, there's a video to remember it. Well, that's awesome. Aww. Now, did you ever get uh, lunch? 
Yeah, we, we got breakfast after that. Oh, okay. Aww. You're good. All right. Well, congratulations. You don't sound too excited about everything. <laughs> I uh, saw people... I saw people get engaged yesterday at the Curry Bay Hilton. Really? Yeah. I did. I watched the whole thing go down. It was very cute. They, what, now, was it like in front of everyone or were they like hiding from so people? So it was or? a couple and then I think, I believe it was her immediate family. So there were like four other people and they were just standing there posing for pictures and then they pulled everyone out and it was just the two of them. The guy got down on one knee. He proposed in front of them. They took the pictures and then they all squished him out. They they scooted around her and everyone was like hugging her and kissing her and staring at the ring and he was just left out on the circle Aww. by himself. I was like, hey, Hey, buddy, congratulations. Sorry. I know. You've already done your job now. Go, go, go. Now get out of here. All right, well, Brittany, when do you guys get married? When's the wedding, you know? Uh, we have no idea. Thinking like a year, maybe two. You know what? We got engaged, and we were already planning our wedding like less than a year after that. And everyone's mm -hmm. saying, that's way too soon. Listen, you, you get engaged, you should be engaged for like a couple of years. I'm oh, like, really? No, one year is good. We're, we're ready to go. Yeah. I'm ready to have kids. <laughs> All right, look, Brittany, congratulations. I'm glad you finally got breakfast. Oh, thank <laughs> oh, you. Oh, and, and by the way, and, a, and an engagement ring. That's yeah, that's cool. it. All right. Ha have a great day. Thank you. Hey, uh, can I get a T-shirt? Yeah, I think we can, get, we can get one of those. Do we have any shirts? Yeah. yeah, hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah, she got a ring. She wants a shirt. It's a little greedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much, too much Only happening. kidding. You're, you get whatever you want, Brittany. Wow. So uh, we do have a new phone tap on the way, but it's not a free money phone tap. Is it worth anything, Scary? No, just laughter. Hopefully. <laughs> 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 Who does the phone tap today? Garrett. All right, Garrett gives Garrett. us a phone tap. It's Monday. Elvis's personal Instagram account. Follow him now at Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Audible audiobooks totally transform the way I enjoy books. Hearing someone tell their story or performing a fantastic novel, it's a game changer. Audiobooks are something I can dive into on the go, and so can you. Try it out. Your first audiobook is free at audible.com slash Elvis. Still feeling pretty good about our weekend in Puerto Rico. That was great. What a great trip. It was good to hang out with friends, and you know, we hung out with B.B. Rexa, and she, uh, she did an unbelievable performance for us. She's so real. You know what's great about her right now, Danielle yeah. and Gandhi? Uh, she is, she's on, uh, how do you say this? I mean, she's about to explode. I mean, yeah, just, right. she's on the tarmac, ready to take off to yeah. all sorts of new, festive, fabulous places. Look, she's been working her butt off for so many years, and it's paying off. Now she's going to be... With the Jonas Brothers on tour, as they're selling out uh, arenas, and I mean, she's really, really, really hitting into high gear, and it, she's one of the hardest working people I know in this business. Mm -hmm. And I think watching her do her thing oh, was yeah. a lot of fun. She was great with she's, the crowd. And you know what? Like, it's so funny because her mouth is so not filtered like ours. <laughs> right, <pretty laughs> much. So I feel like she's just like part of the family. She is definitely not filtered. And we she like that about uh, her. pulled somebody up on stage, and I got so many thank yous from the group that they were with. Like, oh my God, she just made her entire night. This is amazing. It was cute. Yeah. Well, look, we have some people got to thank uh, the Cree Bay Hilton. Thank you so much. I mean, their $100 million restoration paid off. It's beautiful. Also, our friends at Gravity Blankets, mm -hmm. those cooling blankets are the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have oh to try gosh. one of those because I'm like a night sweater. So yeah. this will be great. Yeah. You can get 20% off. If you go to uh, gravityblankets.com and use the code Elvis. Cool. Thank you to DeLonghi. Gave me a big old buzz. Yeah, kept everyone awake. <laughs> kept everyone awake. 
uh, Bling to Go, those goggles that Greg oh, T was bling wearing. Bling to O? Oh, my gosh. Those people are amazing. I'm bling so to excited. O, right. I have the ones with the eyelashes. Yeah, I can't wait to wear them in my pool. <laughs> you look good in those. I love so them. thank you to Bling to O. Go to bling2o.com. They got incredible, incredible uh, eyewear <laughs> for the summer. Uh, what's up, uh, Scotty B? Well, Scotty B is related to this last one. Oh, and Rayo's. Rayo's yeah. homemade pasta sauce. <laughs> no, in, in our gift bags, there was a coupon for a free jar, right. and I used it yesterday. And it was the first time I ever bought something that was not on sale because it was for free. Wow! Look at you. Loved it. D- d- let me, Scotty is like trying to steal everyone's coupon out of the bags. I got three. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, thank Scotty. you to Rayo's homemade. I mean, that stuff is the mm, best. So I'll leave good. it. Leave it at that. BB actually posted a picture on Instagram with a message to San Juan. Oh, she did? Yeah. Oh, no, about herself. About herself. She said, uh, BB Rexa, I probably should have photoshopped my stomach and made it look flat, but I probably should have photoshopped my legs to make them look thinner. No. I probably should have made myself look taller and smoothed my legs, but I didn't. Society can go F with you uh, if you let them. So here's what a real woman looks like on Instagram without Photoshop. She looks beautiful. I thought she looked awesome. We love you, BB. They, oh, why, why what the are hell are you doing? What, what, straight Nate's throwing the phone on the floor. What's wrong? No, why, are you a, Nate. why are you in a bad mood? I'm not a bad mood. Why you got to be that way? Why you got to be that way? I'm, I'm not this way. Yes, you are that way. <laughs> Fight. <laughs> Who's Julia? Is she here? There she is. Hi, Julia. Juliet. Hi, is how it, are you guys doing? Is it Juliet or Julia? Juliet. Juliet. Hi, Juliet. What's going on? Hey, I just wanted to say thanks to you guys at the station and for meeting you guys this weekend. I won a trip, and I had the best time ever. Oh, that's right. Okay, Juliet, I know exactly who you are. Well, hello. And you you're by Yeah, we barely... I was, fangirling. I was fangirling over you all weekend long, too. Aw. Well, look, we appreciate you uh, taking the time to listen to us, first of all, but joining us on vacation in Puerto Rico. That was great. Wasn't that a great trip? It was so much fun. The universe knew that me and my husband, Jim, needed something, and you guys delivered above and beyond. It was awesome. Wow. So, wait. The universe knew that you and Jim needed something like that, and it gave it to you. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Tenfold. It was really, we we needed it more than you guys know, and we appreciate it so much. Aww. Well, we had a great time, That's too. Awesome. And I had some friends there with me, so we I, I got to hang out with my friends. Yeah. and we, It was just a great weekend. Oh, Juliet, whatever you need. I got uh, to hang out with your friends. <laughs> yeah, no. Now they're hot. Everyone hung the, out with your that's friends. The thing, but now we have, I got to tell you, and I, I can't mention names, Juliet, but there there were some members of our uh, our morning show family who uh, hooked up. Mm-hmm. Not some, me. Not me. Not me. Mm. But anyway, there was there was love. There was love at the beach. We and I'm not going to mention any names. Love in the sand. But you know, we had a lot of fun. It was good. We'll and leave it at that. In the pool, in the hot tub. <laughs> Juliet, thank you for listening. I'm, I'm glad you uh, you made it back in one piece. Uh, barely, but yes. Thank yeah, you guys me too. So much. All right, thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, I'm, I'm brain dead today. I'm like, oh. <sighs> me too. Can't think straight. Sometimes fun can just take it all out of mm. you. You know what I'm saying? It was so much fun, though. So when know. are we taking another trip? That's the big question. Well, we're, going like, to, we're going to Jersey Shore this weekend. Okay, oh, yeah. Jersey Shore this yeah. weekend. Yeah, but when are we going to do another flyway? I don't know. Make it happen. Make it happen. Come on, Nate. Get working on that. Where do you guys want to go? I don't know. Uh, I'll go back to Puerto Rico. I want to go to Europe. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to Europe. Okay. Europe. We want to go to Europe. We're taking the whole show to Singapore right, pretty soon, right? Again? Are we gonna, let's we're go to Singapore. To be determined. TBD. This is the best job ever. It really is. <laughs> it really is. It really I want to go to Greece. Greece is great. Let's yeah. go to Greece. I'm going to go to Greece. Greece is, is the, the word. Ah, oh, Jinx, you owe me a beer. I do. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into the Gandhi the Gandhi report. The three things we need to know. We have a brand new phone tap from Garrett. Did, did Garrett make it back? 
Uh, Alive? Garrett was. Uh, yeah, he's here. He's here. I'm, I'm kind of wondering, did any of us not get back? Did some? Uh, that's a great question. And anybody pretend that they, you know, oh my flight got canceled. Yeah, sorry. I sorry. thought about it. I was like, oh, I bet I could say that my flight got canceled. Then I looked, and all these other people are on the same plane yeah. as me. <laughs> sorry. Like, way to You're ruin stuck. my day, Brody. Not gonna work. All right, Gandhi, what's going on? <laughs> all right, did you guys see this video of Arnold Schwarzenegger getting drop kicked? That was crazy. at a competition in South Africa. Oh, it's so crazy. And, well, I don't know what this person <laughs> was thinking. Even move him. He's no. so big. He said, oh, somebody kicked me? I didn't, even, <laughs> I, I didn't even know. This guy came flying out of nowhere. He was standing there judging like a double Dutch competition, kind of taking selfies with everyone. And yeah. you see this guy come like Spider-Man from the back out of nowhere and just flying kick to the back. <laughs> he called him stupid. Yeah. He's like, what a stupid. <laughs> Security got him really quickly. There was yeah. really no incident. Nobody got hurt. But uh, this guy was very bold and a little nutty to do that. All right. Top summer travel destination since we're trying to plan our trip. In the U.S., Orlando came in at number one. And right behind that, we have Vegas, Myrtle Beach, North Carolina, Maui, and New York. So we can go to any of those places maybe over We're summer. here. Mm. No, not New York. Let's go somewhere else. Okay. Tropical. <laughs> and finally, I think we're all going to like this. I really hope it happens. The New York State Senate is considering a law that's going to fine people for texting or emailing or really just being on your phone while you're crossing the street. Right. Yeah, they're saying you need to focus to get oh. from one side of the street to the other. You shouldn't be yeah. doing something on your phone. I I just look at people and I'm like, you just don't care if you get run over by a car right now, do you? The right. light will change. They stop in the middle taking pictures, whatever. If you do it, if this actually passes, 25 to $50 the first time, if you do it again within 18 months, you could face $250. Wow. Yeah, so don't yeah. do it. Be smart. So, you know, it's one thing if you're driving. That's yeah. dangerous. But walking, especially in the city. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get hit eventually. You are going to get hit. All right, thank you, guys. You're welcome. All right, your phone tap coming up. Who does the phone tap again? Garrett? Garrett. Okay, it'll be funny. Hang on. Put your hands up. Party, party, party. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Hey, so you're getting ready for vacation, Memorial Day weekend on the way. What Audible? What Audible are you going to be listening to? I just finished mine, uh, The Favorite Sister. I just finished it while we were in Puerto Rico. Hey, you know Jonathan Groff, the actor, right? Yeah. He actually narrates, uh, what is it called? Oh, it's called The Killer Across the Table. It's oh. it's it's about the minds of serial killers from the people who did oh. Mind Hunter on Netflix. You know what I'm talking oh, about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh. so I this is another great thing about Audible. You, know, you get these wonderful people who are narrating and Jonathan Groff, I can't wait. I think that's what I'm listening to this weekend. Uh comedy, if you want some comedy, Kate McKinnon has her own stuff out there. I love, I love her. her. I know. So whoever you want to listen to, poolside, wherever you're going. Uh, it's all right there. You can get a 30-day trial with Audible. You choose one audiobook and two Audible originals, absolutely free. Enjoy the unlimited access to guided meditation and fitness programs. It's all there. Go to audible.com slash Elvis. That's what we're doing. This is where we're going with our heads. Yeah. <laughs> and that, so far, I mean, so far, I'm loving my experience with Audible. Go to audible.com slash Elvis. <laughs> Why are, you, why are you bleeding? Oh, my gosh. I got so many injuries trying to take pictures for Instagram this weekend, so I hope you guys all appreciate them. I mean, but you just, <laughs> no, you I'm just like injured ble- yourself again? Bleeding from the knees, bleeding from the bottom of my feet, my ankles. Basically, from the waist down, I sacrificed. Well, she climbed on a lot of rocks over the weekend, I noticed. <laughs> you know, we're learning more and more about people and how screwed up they are when it comes to getting a picture for Instagram. Yeah. 
People are dying. Yeah. People are falling off mountains. I risked a lot, and I understand why it happens. It's not cool <laughs> that it happens, but not only did I risk a lot, but the person taking the photo yeah. of me, he risked a lot, too. So Especially, shout out to him. Especially when we tell them to take them 50 times. Oh, yeah. Take another one. I don't right. like that one. Like I know you're holding your breath in the water, but if you could just do it again, that would be great. It shouldn't be so dangrous <laughs> to take really a picture, picture for Instagram. Yeah, but sometimes they're pretty. I know. Okay. <laughs> like the, the scenery is so pretty. you got to get up in there. By the way, speaking of Gandhi, something funny happened at the airport. Uh, Brody saw Gandhi uh, over at the, standing at, at a stand to go get a burger or whatever. So Brody runs up behind her, starts talking to her, and realizes it's not Gandhi. Yeah. But but if you look at this person from behind, and, and Brody did say, take a picture of her, it it could look no. a little a little like the back of Gandhi. Could but it? That doesn't look like her butt at all. Okay, not at all. I mean, it was it was you know the bun on the head thing, you know, whatever. So. So, so Brody takes a picture of this woman who he thought was Gandhi and showed it to Gandhi. He said, look, you look just like her. You should never, ever do that. <laughs> Don't do it. He ruined my whole day. Yeah. I was like, Brody, really? And and then he said, oh, no, I mean, you could see it, right? You could see it. I was like, I don't. Can no, we stop doing this? No also, resemblance. You never had to tell me that it happened. I never would have known had you not taken the picture and then come and showed me. My point is this. Just because you see someone you think looks like someone else, don't don't take a picture of them and say, hey, this looks just like you. Because right. nine times out of ten, they look like hammered yeah. crap. Unless, <laughs> wait, unless it's 100% hotter. Like if, it's a, like if you come to me and say, hey, look, you look just like Kate Beckinsale. Well, then I'll take that. You know sure. what I mean? Like it has to be a hotter it's person. It's never going to be that way. Right. Because I have people say, oh, my God, I just saw your doppelganger down here in South Carolina. And they'll show me this picture. of it's, It looks like a beast. Yeah. Like a, mo- like a monster. And it's crawled out of the sewage. You like question yourself for the rest of the day. You're like, oh. Do I look like that? I need to get it together. So never do that. Never do that. I did tell Nate's girlfriend that I was coming back as her in my next life. (laughs) Why is that? Because she's so hot. Oh, yeah. She's beautiful. Oh, I don't mind when people tell me they think I look like Nate's girlfriend. I'm like, oh, yeah. Take it. I'll take Um, it. Oh, God. I got the best compliment this weekend. A friend of mine actually read my book that's coming out. Oh. And he said, I can't stop reading it. He said, I'm turning the pages. I just don't want it to end. I'm loving your book. I'm like, that's like the first... Thing I've heard someone say that's positive about this thing. I don't know, you know. I want to read your book. Well, I, I do too. Yeah, why <laughs> did this person get it before us? Because it just, I, I gave him a copy because oh. he's n- my publicist. Oh. And he, mm, needs, okay. he needs to read it so he can come up with ways for me to publicize it. Okay, okay. all right, fine. Anyway, he said it really is good. I'm like, good. really? Because you write a book, you're like, I hope it's good. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm almost done with Howard Stern's book. It's fabulous. Yeah. So, you know, if you wrote a book and someone said, you know what, it's actually pretty good. Wouldn't it make you feel pretty good? Of course. I was worried. You don't want a crappy book. I can't wait for this. What? For your book. Oh, okay. And you to narrate it so that I can listen to exactly. Know, you have to. I don't know if I want to narrate it. You have to. I want straight Nate to narrate it. Oh, I would be Oh, oh God. I cannot know. Be Two hours. How long does it take to get through that book? Well, I am not sitting through that. If Uncle Johnny speaks, I think I could do Uncle Johnny's voice. <laughs> Hello, lady. Anyway, so uh, the book, uh, is it, it's available. You know, go buy it. it. It's coming on October 1st. Come on, go buy my book. I already did. It's getting so close. We're getting all the, like, swag and things that people are sending with, like, your face on it. We got some giant plaque today with your face on it. It's so cool. And then you took it down. Why'd you take it down? Because I don't want to look at my big, fat face over there. <laughs> I don't want to look at it. What, scary? No, I love it. A copy, a giant copy is sitting right there next to our Norwegian ship. So that's going to sit there for a while. I think we should put these posters all over the hallway. So everybody no, no, else is no, bad, bad, bad idea. <laughs> Why? Bad idea. Uh, okay, Instagram injuries, doppelgangers, finished Howard Stern's book. All right. I, pretty much, <laughs> We're done. I went Come down my list now. of stuff I'd had to do. Uh, I think we should get into the phone tab. Yeah. 
All right, Garrett. Yep. Tell us all about your phone tap. So Val wants to play a phone tap on her sister, Tara. Now, Tara hates, hates, hates clowns like someone in this room, Danielle. All right. So, but it's also Tara's birthday. So her sister, Val, wanted to do something special for her where I'll play the clown coming to visit her at work. Oh, boy. Okay. Let's see what happens in Garrett's phone tap. Hi, this is Tara. Tara, yes, great. Uh, I am heading towards your office right now. I have a delivery for you, and I'm a little lost. I was just wondering if you could help me uh, get wait, to the office. Wait, and, what uh, delivery is this? Um, I usually don't do this. It's supposed to be a surprise. I was sent to come wish you a happy birthday. It's kind of silly right now. I'm dressed as a clown to sing happy birthday to you. And Wait, 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 wait. You're what? Yes, You're and I'm... dressed as a clown right now? Well, yes, that's what I do. No, wait a minute. No, 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 no. You can't come to my office dressed as a clown. Yeah, yeah well, that's my job. That's what I'm supposed to no, do. Is come sing- no, no, no. I don't like clowns. Well, well that's I, the thing. Right I now. got paid to, to come sing happy I don't birthday. Really, I don't really care. Your sister's Valerie, correct? And and she, she booked me. Valerie on- hired you. Cor- correct. And, and Turn yourself around right now. All right, well, what if I just come and, and drop off the balloons? No, no, absolutely not. Out of the question. I spent two hours on my face makeup. I don't really care. This is out of the question. What if it's just a quick little happy birthday? You blow out the cupcake that I have I for you. It's delicious. I will you in the nuts if you show up here. I don't like clowns. They freak me what out. What if we do this? No, uh, what, what if? Well, I, I need to know where you no, are. No, so- I don't care. I will make I it a quick happy birthday. I don't know what kind of crazy lunatic you are, but I don't want you coming here. All right, fine. Well, what what if you no, at least what say... If? I, Enough. You well, are pissing me off. Well, my boss is going to ask if I, I came. I don't care what your boss is going to ask. I'm a happy guy, but you're making me an unhappy clown. I don't clown. care what kind of happy guy you are. This is completely inappropriate. Too bad I have a smile painted on my face because right now... Too I, bad you have a smile painted I have to paint on a frown on. I would punch it off your face, stupid... No one does that to a clown, all right? So, uh, I... Oh, my God. She is She is so pissed right now. Hold tight one second. We'll call her right back, okay? This is Tara. Happy birthday. Oh, my God. Valerie, happy birthday, my ass. Did you send a clown to my office? You know I hate clowns. You should be appreciative that I sent you something for your birthday. Oh, my God. Don't be ridiculous. You know clowns freak me out. You sent one to the office? Did he do a good job? He called. He didn't even know where he was going. He called for directions. So I sent him home. Be a grown-up. You're going to be 26. You be a grown-up. Have some respect. Seriously? Remember when we went to the circus? I peed my pants. I can't believe you even... Are you laughing right now? This is so not funny. It's your birthday. Stop being pissed. It's your birthday. Don't you think you're overreacting just a little bit? No, I don't think I'm overreacting. I think that you're a bad sister. I remembered your birthday, didn't I? Oh, so you're going to do something horrible to me on my birthday? Hey, uh, Tara. This is revenge. Hey, Tara. You, you Tara. always hated Tara. me. What? Uh, <laughs> my name's Garrett from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and you got phone tapped. <laughs> Happy birthday! Oh my god! <laughs> I love her. Good you guys clown. did that to me, remember? Yes. For my birthday, they brought me not only a clown, but a 
jugs of mayo. Ugh. The two things I ate most in life. They brought her. Hey, happy birthday. We Love. brought her mayo the clown. <laughs> oh, gross. She cried and threw up. I cried oh. under the table. I, I literally cried. They thought it was so funny. It was the dumbest happy idea birthday. ever. We'll never do that again. Asses. Great gift givers you are. She was awesome, though. Yeah, she was great. She her. was great. Happy birthday. <laughs> Sounds like you had a, a lot of fun for having like, her. Don't you come here. Don't I'll you kick you in the nuts. Kick you in the nuts. Right, thank you, Garrett. You're if welcome. you have an idea for a phone tap, let us know about it. Who do you know? It's vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable. <laughs> uh, gullible is the word I'm looking for. Phone tappable, we call it. Go to ElvisDuran.com and click on the phone tap link. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the morning show. Huh. That was weird. All right, let's get into the Danielle report. Danielle, yes. what do you got going on this hour? All right, so who wants to be a millionaire has been canceled after 20 years. I can't believe it's been 20 years, but there's been a lot of hosts in those 20 years. Uh, 3,000 episodes, and it is gone. Goodbye. See you later. It's so sad. Uh, the Big Bang Theory, that's gone as well. Uh, and it had... Uh, just under 18 million people checked that out. Um, that's the most that checked it out since 2015, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we have a number one album in the country, a new one. You want to know who it is? Who? It is Logic. Oh, Confessions wow. of a Dangerous him. Mind. Yeah, 80,000 copies for our boy Logic. We're so excited for him. Billie Eilish actually comes in at number two, uh, so congratulations to her. We love her. Um, do you know it's been 10 years since Justin Bieber's debut single, uh, One Time, came out? No. It's yes. only been 10 years? It's been 10 years. I feel like it's been so quick. Those 10 years went so fast. I feel like no? he's been around for my entire life. <laughs> he probably has <laughs> never existed without Justin Bieber. <laughs> uh, Ric Flair, uh, the wrestler, is experiencing some sort of medical complication. So his doctors actually postponed a surgery that was supposed to happen on Friday. I'll keep you posted on his health. Uh, Matthew McConaughey finally receives his high school diploma. More than 30 years after graduating, he never picked it up oh. back in the day. All right, all so right. it was there <laughs> waiting for him. <laughs> I love when you do that. All right. Thank Good looking. John Wick, Chapter 3, number one at your box office uh, this past weekend. So that means Avengers Endgame, not number three anymore. Uh, spent three weeks at number one, but its reign is now over. Uh, so congratulations to John Wick, Chapter 3. Last night, we were wa- we're starting to watch all of the Marvel movies from the beginning now. So last night, we watched Captain America, the first Avenger. And so- I never saw that one. Good one. So, so, so great. And it brings a lot of the pieces together for me. So that was pretty cool. And I know we talked about this on Friday, but Grumpy Cat has passed away. Um, Grumpy Cat's real name, did you know, was Tartar Sauce. Mm-hmm. And the cat unfortunately passed away from viral pneumonia. Um, her owners... Uh, wait a minute, hold on. What happened? Is, uh, it, is no, a cat, no, no, no. Did the cat come no, back no, no, alive? No, 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 no. Lived. Yeah, so and it, was, it was actually, no, actually, it had viral pneumonia a while ago. It, it had other complications that it passed away oh. from. But this is this cat made so much damn money. The grumpy cat earned mid five figures in the first six months of its internet fame. And then it got the low six figures a few months later. So, you know, it's not going to be breaking in this money anymore. So I mean, if you're a rich cat, what do you buy yourself? I don't, I don't think you buy it. Like, All the catnip. Do you like, oh, this cat no. made us wealthy. Let's go buy this cat another mouse. Right. <laughs> a squeaky toy. A lot of boxes. Grumpy cat. And 
And the owner of the disqualified horse that finished first at the Kentucky Derby is challenging the four other contenders to a rematch. If they beat Maximum Security in a race this year, he will pay them $5 million. Oh. If they don't, they have to pay him $5 million. They haven't they haven't answered yet, so I don't know if it's going to happen, so we'll see. Uh, tonight on television, it is... A, can you watch Game of... You can still watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, you can stream it. it still. I'm sure a lot of people man. are going to be watching it, especially hey. if you tried to watch it on HBO. And I want to talk about it when you're done. Yeah. Like, like, what's your backup show now? I mean, now that Game of Thrones is done... Right, he said he was crying. There's an emptiness inside me. He said that he doesn't know what he's going to do now, because it's been 10 years, right? It's 10 years of your eight, life. I think. Eight yeah. to 10 years of your life that you've given. Uh, uh, there is carpool karaoke going on oh, tonight. Oh, there is that. If you can watch that. And The Voice is on, and The Bachelorette is on. Oh, and Beach Shazam is on. Thank you, Danielle. You're welcome. Oh, so straight Nate, what are you going to do now that uh, Game of Thrones is done? I, I've Gandhi, got a, what are you going to do? Yeah, I've got a post-Game of Thrones depression right now. Yes. It, I mean, it was eight years of our lives. A lot and of investment. A lot of time, a lot of... Trying to follow these characters throughout the last eight years has taken a lot of my time and energy. I really don't know what I'm going to do next. I feel Gandhi. like I grew with them. What are you going to do, Gandhi? Um, I'm really hoping for a spinoff that I think is coming. I don't want to say what I think the spinoff is because I don't want to ruin anything for anyone. But if that happens, I would totally invest in that. And if not, I'm just going to start watching it over again. You know, you actually do grieve. Yes. You're grieving. It's the loss of a show. I was reading something... Oh, there's an article in HuffPost called Why You Grieve the Ending of Your Favorite TV Show. Yes, why, please. Uh, even when it's fantasy, I'm reading, uh, there's genuine investment in the outcome of a story and the state of the various characters. This uh, psychologist is telling us, in exploring the intersection of therapy and pop culture. Anyway, you're wow. saying uh, you do, you grieve, you grieve the show. I mean, it's, it's like losing a member of the family, even it- though these are characters that aren't real. But it changes, like, my body makeup. I mean, I, my blood pressure goes up watching that show. I actually physically get really involved in it. I have this thing called the squat magic. It's like a squat machine. Yes. I put it in front of the TV when Game of Thrones is on and just squat the whole time because I'm so tense. So what are you going to do on your squat magic to do now? <laughs> I'm going to have to squat to Jeopardy. <laughs> no one squats to Jeopardy. Jeopardy. I need another show that stresses me out like that. You need another squat show. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I, I told you when when uh, one of my favorite shows was on, I never watched the final episode. Because if I didn't watch the final episode, it wasn't over. And so I still have not watched the final episode. I get that, though, yeah. as crazy as it sounds. Hey, yes, Roundhead, what? You know, this is funny you mentioned this. Yesterday night, I felt like... It was like a breakup, like it was over. So instead of trying to find a new show, maybe I need some me time now to kind of get over my relationship with Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then I will let something just kind of come into my life. And if I find it, I'll find it. So I can't go out searching for love. It needs to just find me. Oh, God, you are so, so pathetic. <laughs> I love you, but you're, you're out of here. You're going to rush into another relationship, and then it never works out. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. You got it. Okay. Bye. He's Aww. he's not taking this well at all. It's really difficult. I have a lot of. I still feel like there are loose ends. Just so many. All right. I don't know. What I kind of see Greg's theory. Yeah. It does make sense. I mean, th- why do you have to rush into another show? Right. You don't. I have a question though. For Game of Thrones fans, do you feel like you got the answers you wanted from the episode? Mm. I really can't say because I think it's going to be a spoiler. We'll, oh, we'll really? talk about it at a later date. What, what, yes what are you going to talk about 10 years from now? Well, it's a yes or no question. I do, but not in the way I wanted them. <clears throat> I do not. Wow. Okay, leave it, okay. Leave it at that. Okay. No spoilers. All right. Yeah, every time we accidentally say something that gives a hint away oh, of something, it. people try to like 
run us down with lawnmowers and stuff. And so right. many people missed it because HBO Go crashed. And so if you were watching it that way, you may not have seen it yet. Hey, so I need a new show to invest in. I'm, I'm, I'm in need of one. I'm, I'm, yeah. I just woke up right now realizing I don't have a show I'm watching. Who do we petition for Jailbird season two? Because I feel like everybody really loves Jailbirds. Yeah. And and I, they left us kind of on a little bit of a hanger there, too. You know what I'm loving, though? I'm loving the trend of shorter episodes. Yes. I mean, uh, God. what, what uh, Special on special. Netflix. 15 minutes yeah, in some, and out. Some of those episodes were 15 minutes yeah. long. It's great. Really digestible. And I think there's a, I think there's a new uh, streaming network coming out with all original programming and everything is under 15 minutes long as oh, far as the episodes awesome. go. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I love how we're turning into that. It's so funny, though, how we can't sit there for more than that amount of time. I think it just depends on the show, yeah. though, because with Game of Thrones, you know, the episodes are like an hour and a half and it's not long enough for me. Yeah. Like, I need some more, more of that. Hey, so there's a guy in Oregon who hid inside a bar until it closed so he could keep drinking for free. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Have you ever fantasized about being locked up in a let's say, let's say uh, a Target? Yes. yes. So, so when they lock up at night, you have the whole place to yourself. Yes. My dream is a zoo. Well, that could be dangerous. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I would just touch the fuzzy nice things, <laughs> but I really want to be left inside a zoo overnight. He's speaking of touching the fuzzy nice things. Okay, think about that. Where do you want to be locked in? Uh, you know, our, our producer Sam got a little sickness while she was away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We think it's because she was playing with the pigeons. I told her that. She doesn't want to believe me. But here's the thing. I was all up in those pigeons, too, like rolling around in them and letting them climb on me. And They are full of disease. Yeah, and it could yeah, have been she just got a really bad pigeon on her. She could have gotten bad the worst pigeon. pigeon. Yeah. But I thought this, you know what? It's funny you say that because I thought the same exact thing. She's yeah. the only one that got pooped on, too. I didn't get pooped on. Yeah. Well, you know, Alex well, Alex knows a lot about pigeons. He says it, you, it's the dirtiest thing yeah. you could oh, ever yeah. touch. He was like, I hope you showered. I was like, I did. She got pooped on. That's right. She got pooped on. By a person? No, by the pigeon. Oh, the pigeon. pigeon. No, by pigeon. Okay. I have a moment that it happened, too. I might post that picture. It was great. All right. <laughs> anyway, keep your hands off the pigeons. The official Twitter account of The Morning Show. Search for Elvis Duran Show on Twitter and follow us now. Elvis Duran in The Morning Show. Hiring is challenging. But there's one place you can go where hiring is simple and smart. That place, ZipRecruiter, where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. You know, hiring that new employee used to be a hard challenge. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring is easy. When you're in charge of hiring someone for your growing business, you don't want to make a mistake. You need help. It's okay to have the best in the business be at your side. ZipRecruiter.com slash Duran can help make that happen for you. What ZipRecruiter does is they send your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. And then beyond that, they use powerful matching technology. They scan thousands of resumes. They find the people with the right experience and then and only then they invite them to apply for your job. That means only people who are qualified are applying and four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter they get a quality candidate within the first day. Use it for free at this exclusive web address ZipRecruiter.com slash Duran. Let them do all the hard work. You become the superstar. ZipRecruiter.com slash Duran. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Please welcome Live from the Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge Elvis Duran in the Morning Show We love when Dr. Oz is here Yes (laughs) I love being here He's like family 
family. He, People don't know behind the scenes that we text them. I text them with all my questions all the time, and he's so good. He always gets back to you. Oh my gosh, poor guy. They're good questions. <laughs> I collect copays now. It's fantastic. Okay. Wow. All right, as long as you're getting something. Out so, Doctor Oz, look, we just got back from a Puerto Rico where we. I overdid it. I don't know about these. I mean, I'm just, I need to like, whew, I need to like rest for a few days. What is it? How come I can't party like I used to when I was younger? Why is this? Well, first, just, just to be real clear, I mean, I enjoy alcohol as well, but it is a toxin. Yes. And uh, it literally has to be detoxified by the liver. So mm-hmm. the liver is your sieve. It's your filter of, of all the bad things you put in your body. Oh, so, God. and it's your biggest organ. So it gets overwhelmed. They can't keep up. And it'll do it for a while, for a day or two. But as we get older, our liver's not supposed to do the kind of heavy lifting it did when we were binging in college. Well, you're saying it's my biggest organ? I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> well, it may not be for you. For most people, it's the biggest organ. It's the biggest internal organ. I'll okay. say that. All right. So what if you are able to drink a lot and never get hungover? Is there something wrong with your liver or something very right with your liver? There's something right with your liver. But I, well, first of all, there's some food you can eat that can prime your liver so it works a little better. Oh. And... Many people who don't get hangovers is because they're drinking the right kind of alcohol. So alcohol that's got a little tint to it, like uh, a whiskey or rye, right? That's actually a problem for most people. For most people, because there are things called congeners in them. That's what gives it a little bit of pigment. Mm -hmm. But tequila and um, and vodka and gin, they don't give you much of a hangover because they're clear alcohol. So it's just the alcohol you have to do the work with. Let's hear it for vodka. Yes. What are these foods? Dr. Oz says I'm going to live forever because I'm drinking vodka. So what I heard. Oh, my goodness. Hey, I saw that on today's show you guys are doing something about iced coffee. Yes. You know, iced coffee, I mean, it's my fuel every yeah, day. I have one right here, right now. I see one in Elvis's trash down, down below his feet. <laughs> to, by the way, I He hit it. it. He'll pull it out and drink it later. I, I'd eat... I eat food out of my trash can. Oh, he is. He pulled it <laughs> he out. Really does it. He it's, pulled it out of the he trash. He's done. And then I'll tell it's you not. what happened. One morning, uh, I was I was running to work in a snowstorm. Okay, and I had a pizza from the night before. I wanted to share it with everyone, so I, I dug it out of the refrigerator. I was walking in. I was slipping and sliding, and I couldn't walk on the ice with this pizza. So I threw I threw it in the trash can down on the corner, and I got here. And I'm like, God, I want that pizza. We sent an intern back to the trash <laughs> oh, can. They brought the trash can pizza into us, and we ate it. Oh, it was in the box. God. I'm sure it's fine. No. Okay, <laughs> okay back to this uh, this iced coffee problem. What's the deal with iced coffee? What's up with iced coffee? Well, actually, iced coffee is a... Is a well, we spend a quarter billion dollars a year in America on iced coffee, so it's really grown. And part of the opportunity, it's an opportunity, is if you make the iced coffee the right way, mm-hmm. if you cold brew it, mm-hmm. it doesn't have the bitter overtones to it, so you don't have to put sugar in it. You don't yeah. have to put cream. You're not hot covering up the actual taste of what you're trying to imbibe. And that's one of the reasons iced coffee is working, because it's 80 calories, maybe 100 max. Yeah, I drink it black every day. Yeah. Yeah. And have you had nitro coffee? What is that? Oh, that's really cool. They so Nitro coffees, they infuse nit- uh, nitrogen gas into the coffee, and it makes it creamy. Now, remember, this is a whole new idea. Instead of adding chemicals or sugar or cream to your coffee, just mechanically mix it differently, which you can do with the gas. It tastes like you have cream in there, but there's no cream. Oh. So it's very low calorie. Dr. Oz, you got it going on. This is what my, you know, my, my daughter was, uh, Daphne was was involved with, in, with Halo Top ice cream. I, think, oh. I don't know if you ever I love it. Halo Top ice so, cream. Well, what she, when, she, when she started working, you know, starting, you know, get, getting the company up and running, what they realized was they didn't have to make the the ice cream tastes good by adding stuff to it. You could actually mechanically mix it up. Oh. So it's a it's a whole new way of thinking about food. M- mechanically make it taste better. Right. Forget about adding chemicals to make it taste better, and you can have less calories and have the same taste effect. You're actually adding air mm-hmm. to it, yeah. and it makes it taste different. I love and that. How's Daphne it. doing? I know she's got the next baby on the way. Yeah, I just talked to her. Daphne is, uh, was taking the red eye back from the West Coast. Uh, she's probably landed by now, but she's having a baby in two months. Wow. 
So and I and I FaceTime with all the little ones, her her little ones. They're little pieces of candy. Oh, <laughs> you're so cute. Okay, let's let's get down let's get down and get dirty. You have some great stuff coming on uh, Doctor Oz this week. Uh, where do you want to start? Well, so first of all, I'll talk about about Fat Joe because we're doing this big program with uh, with uh, a, bu- a bunch of rappers about health. And uh, just to be clear about this, I wish I could communicate with all the kids in school about health, but the real people who can really do that are the folks who are making music. Right. And so Fat Joe is, uh, you know, he, b- when Big Pun died. Fat Joe realized he needed to fix his life. So he did. He started eating differently. He started doing yeah. the things you need to do in life to, to live the full life. And he's been telling that message. And so he's coming on with the Locks rappers and, and Lisa uh, uh, Evers. You know Lisa? She's yeah. a Fox 5, Fox 5 our affiliate uh, reporter. So we're, we're all getting together and talking about what is it that's happening in the rap community that's making health sort of cool. Well, and Fat I, Joe, I mean, he was close to 500 pounds. Exactly. Yeah. And he's lost more than half his body weight. Yeah, he's wow. not fat anymore. Yeah. I he saw lo- him walking down the street the other day. I was like, what, what do we call him now? Joe. Just Joe. Just Joe. Yeah. Skinny Regular Joe. Joe. Used, Regular to be, Joe. used to be Fat Joe. Right. We call him that. The man <laughs> the man once known as Fat right. Joe. Right, yes. Formerly <laughs> Fat Joe. Formerly Fat But it works. It works. And there was, like, by the way, there's a great article that came out. Um, this past week, looking at what gets people to eat less food, mm-hmm. and they, they so it was done by you know, a government-sponsored study, by the way. So it's really well done. They put a bunch of people basically in a prison. They couldn't leave. They had to eat exactly what you gave them, and half the people were given whole food, and half the people were given food that was good for you but processed, like protein powders, f- uh, fiber sticks. Right. Right. So again, you're eating the macronutrients are the same. Same amount, same percentage of protein, fat, carbohydrate, same amount of fiber. Everything's the same, but but one group got it coming out of the ground, looking that way, and the right. other group was was pr- produced to have that. What'd you find? The people who had the whole food ate 500 calories less per day. Oh, that's wow. a pound a week, and they could do it for as long as the study lasted. Then they flipped them and they moved them to the other group, and they had the exact opposite finding. Here's what we're learning: the body is hardwired to realize what real food is, and when we eat whole food. It naturally turns off your hunger hormones. You know the ghrelin, the, oh, the growling hormone that makes your stomach right. shower. Yeah. Right? That, hor- that hormones turn down, so you don't eat as much food. That's why people who are skinny are skinny. We think they're eating food that, in a way that, because it comes naturally, turns off these hormones. And it's a big wake up call to a lot of physicians now. Instead of just saying eat paleo, eat keto. You can do those if you want, but if you do those by eating synthetic foods, it's going to be hard for you to keep going because your hormones aren't turned the right way. Wow. There you I go. have a question. Uh, the, yes. the floor recognizes <laughs> Thank yes, you. So this new thing where everybody is like not eating for a certain amount of hours, like, you know, you eat for eight hours during the day and then you, you, you know, you put your body into ketosis or whatever the heck it's called. Is that good for you? It is. I actually do that. You do? Yeah. It's called intermittent fasting. Okay. What are you doing? Well, it's great. So it's based on the, on the important principle, which is circadian rhythm. So circadian rhythm is your biologic clock. And if you may not realize it, but the reason you go to the bathroom at the same time every day, the reason you get hungry at the same time is because your biologic clock is telling you to do those things. So you're hacking the clock. The body is designed to eat when the sun is up. Our ancestors could not eat when it was dark because they couldn't catch their food. So when the sun comes up, you start eating food. You eat, eat, eat. When the sun goes down, you stop. supposed to stop eating. Most Americans eat for about 18 hours a day. Oh, wow. So we're eating. Yes. When we first get up and just before we go to bed, we have a little something. So our intestines don't like that, and so it keeps us up at night. But more importantly, if you eat the exact same number of calories, the exact same number of calories in 8 or 10 hours as opposed to 16 or 18 hours, you'll lose weight. So it's not just about how many calories you eat, it's how hmm. long it takes to eat them. And it's, and you also will find that you, the rest of your life feels better as well. So I learned this actually from some really effective guys, what bodybuilders, mm-hmm. folks who are actors. Uh, Hugh Jackman actually was the one who first showed it to me because he was gaining weight and losing weight to be able to be Wolverine, right? Yeah. 
And so he would need to bulk up, then lose the weight to go back and do other things he wanted to do. And this was the program that he'd learned from these bodybuilders and weightlifters. So I started doing it myself. And so what I, do you do? So what is it you do? All right, so when I first get up in the morning, I don't eat anything. <clears throat> because you don't actually need to eat anything when you yeah. first wake up. You're not really hungry. You That's can have a, black coffee, though, can't you? You can have black coffee. Right. No calories. Right. No, no nutrients. Okay. No, nothing. And then a couple hours after you wake up, let's say around 9, you get hungry, right? Because you've been up since 6. The average person gets up around 6. So at 9 o'clock, then you have your first meal. And then you have 10 hours to finish eating. So you got to finish dinner by 7. That's not that hard to do. No. It means you eat dinner a little earlier, which we know is good for us. You eat breakfast later. You know, breakfast itself, the idea of having a morning breakfast before you leave, right. that was a marketing ploy. That was all created by- I could have by, sworn Dr. Oz told me, you need to eat breakfast. It's the most you important do. meal of the day. You do. But your <laughs> breakfast doesn't have to be when you first wake up. Right. Can all right. Be a, your so breakfast should be your biggest meal, you and you can break. have it at 9 in the morning. So okay. flip your meals. Have your dinner for breakfast. And have a light dinner at around five, you know, six, seven. I'm gonna have a little breakfast meatloaf. We exactly. have dinner for breakfast around here all the time. Yeah, we do. Oh, well, that's whole. Then you have dinner for dinner too. <laughs> yes, we do. No, <laughs> you have dinner for every meal. <laughs> there, there is. Right. So you're saying uh, we should only eat during day, daylight hours. Yeah, daylight hours. And of course, in the summertime, you got a lot of time to eat for that reason. Right. But but when the sun goes down, unlike the the the, the, the alcohol binging that I've been hearing about here. <laughs> Uh, you, you need to cut that down. Now, it yeah, does. Okay. <laughs> stop stop preaching. I'm not preaching. Yeah. I'm not going to. Hey, my mic went dead. My wake. My, oh, hello. <laughs> Dr. Oz, thank you. Bye. <laughs> hey, okay, I'm going to ask you a question as I ask for a Kleenex, please. Yes. Uh, my nose has been running for three weeks now, and I know it's an allergy thing. I know it's stuff in the air. I mean, it, and it affects different people in different ways. I actually sometimes feel like I get flu like symptoms from the stuff in the air. So we're all, a lot of us are fighting our allergies in, in different ways right now. What is the best way to, sorry, what's the best way to, <laughs> to fix this thing? So it's, uh, it's, tree, it's tree pollen is really bad right now. I just happened to look at this map because I had the same problem. Right. And I was just dying and I couldn't understand it. And it, the, then I looked in the U.S. Weather Service and they have little maps and it's just shocking. Like, like right over where we are, there's this big red block <laughs> because the tree pollen is all stuck here. So a couple of things I did. First off, I realized that a lot of my problem was that the pollen gets into my nose. Right. And then it starts to create this inflammatory reaction. You do feel like you have the flu. Yeah. Because it, it, your body's literally fighting a battle except it's fighting with pollen. So I started using the neti pot more. I don't know if you're neti potting. Yes, the neti pot. Remember, it's like they waterboarding your nose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, the water goes into your head, then out your head, out your other hole. Right. It's like Aladdin's <laughs> lamp. Right. You're pouring Aladdin's lamp, and one nostril comes out. The, they do it in India. Oh, yeah. I learned it from Indian ENT doctors. My parents always say it's actually neti pot. Just so you know, neti okay. pot. <laughs> neti pot. Yep. Neti. The cultural appropriation, if I say it that way. But, no, it's fine. Okay, <laughs> nitty pot. But, but you, it's very inexpensive. You know, use clean water, please. Filtered water. Oh, yeah. So you don't, you know, you don't want bacteria in your head. Uh, and then that, that helped me a lot. The other thing is I, I wash my hair before I go to bed because the pollen gets into your hair and then you put your head in the pillow and you're basically breathing in all that pollen from your hair oh. falling into your pillow. Is that why that. your eyes are swollen in the morning? Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Hello, lady. So women, especially with long hair, with a hairspray that tries like a you know, it's a magnet for everything yeah. that's foreign. All that pollen sticks to your hair, it messes with you. Oh. There you have it. There we have it. Evidence. I've learned so okay. much today. Let's go over to uh, to producer Sam, who oh. we think she got sick uh, because she's playing with dirty pigeons. Oh my goodness. <laughs> It, can you turn her on? Yeah, you, you shouldn't be playing with pigeons. They were so cute, though. But they they're, were. They're full of disease. There were thousands of pigeons where we were. You know, I used to let Daphne, when she was a little baby, run after the uh, pigeons because it was such a cute thing. She thought she was going to get them, never even got close. And then I was uh, I was studying in medical school. I took care of a little girl who had been playing with pigeons and got something called cryptococcal meningitis, oh. which is a bad infection that you get from pigeons. They have it in their poop. 
and she'd gotten it into her uh, brain. And uh, you know, it gets to go in your mouth and through your mouth into your brain. And you know, she was really sick for a long time, that little girl. So I wouldn't let the kids play with pigeons anymore. Don't I would, play with the pigeons. Yeah, I, would, uh, okay. I think you can look at them yeah. from afar. They pooped on her. Yeah, that's a problem. We were vibing, though. They were looking at me. We were talking. I, I, I had a connection with the pigeons. They were just landing Filthy. on her. Yeah. Uh, okay, a text message, Dr. Oz. Is CBD safe? CBD, I'll tell you, one of the biggest opportunities we have, but I'm almost ashamed at what's happening to it right now. We did a big investigation. So this, you know, my show, we try to organize these big investigations about the questions that I don't think are being answered. And one of the ones I had was, if CBD works... Do we know if we're actually getting it in the pills that we're taking? Because it's not regulated. We can't tell. So we've got 13 products, and we measured them. We sent them to a lab, and with East Coast, West Coast, all over the place. Of the 13 products, 10 of them did not have what they said was in them. Oh. And five of them had nothing. I mean, zero CBD in them. Oh. Now, CBD is expensive. It takes money to, to harvest it and purify it, and et cetera. Three companies made real stuff. If you took their products, you might get a health benefit. Ten of them, you can't get a health benefit because there's no CBD in there. So here's the problem. Thanks. If it works, and we haven't even proven how much and how it works yet, but mm-hmm. if it works, we we got to actually take the product to benefit it. But people all over America now are taking, listening to your show, and tens of millions of people listening to Elvis Duran's show, are, are taking CBD and thinking, it didn't work for me. It's a fake. It doesn't, it's not really impactful. Wow. In fact, it's not the fact that CBD doesn't work. It's the fact that you bought a product that was that was ripping you off. Wow. Stealing your money and didn't have any product in there. So how do you know to find the right one? You don't know. Oh, well, that's, that's the, right. It's, it's shameful. No, I, this is one of the reasons where I think sometimes you do need regulation. I don't like the idea of regulating all supplements. I don't think it's a good thing to do. But when you have something as sophisticated as CBD, you need someone to stamp on there. This is real CBD. Right. Or prove that. So I, if you're going to try to find something, at least see if they've had it validated. Did they get a third-party yeah. company to check what's in there? Or if it's a bigger company... More likely, they, they're not going to cheat you because they're going to go out of business by doing that. The ones that cheat you are usually the small fly-by-night guys. They steal your money. They're in business for three months. They take the money and run away. Mm. And that's like with fake... I don't know if you see... I, read a, I had an op-ed piece in the, in the Wall Street Journal on fake advertisement, right. which is sort of related to this basic <clears throat> issue. When you, when, you, when you see, my, for example, my picture on a product saying, hey, buy Dr. Ross's CBD, I don't sell CBD. I don't, you don't sell, sell anything. I don't sell anything. But so we should never buy anything with your picture on it. If it says Dr. Oz is selling this, you know, this supplement, don't buy it, please. Okay. But however, the bigger story wasn't just about me. It was across the board, celebrities carry some weight with consumers because we, you know, they see us every day, right? So, I mean, you're home every single day. You, you, most people don't even think, they, they see me, they think, did we go to school together? They, quite, they can't quite place you. So they believe you when they have a word of mouth testimonial. The fact that we have not been able to clean this up after all these years and quite the opposite Companies make money off selling fake stuff. The big digital companies actually run these fake ads. You can't find out. They will not tell you who's paying for the ads. It's secret. I mean, who does that? I said, listen, forget about you doing it. I'll clean up. Yeah. But just tell me who's running the ads. They won't tell you. So we've got a system that's that's broken. And I think this is part of the big backlash that folks are witnessing around the country on big digital companies. They can do better. We expect them to do better. We're proud of what they've accomplished. They need to show up in our lives. Okay, I'm going to try one of the switch channels again because I, I want to get everything I can get out of you, Doctor Oz. Suck it out. Uh, yes, <laughs> I mean not that way. So, I mean, the other way. Okay. Call me metaphorically. Crazy. Call me crazy, but I love nothing more than sniffing pool toys. Oh, me too. Oh, what? I love no, the smell. I love that. And gasoline. That, that, that plastic smell when oh, you take it out of the wrapper. No, you so know what I'm talking awesome. about. Yes. There's nothing like a good old pool toy smell. Mm-hmm. So you're saying. 
that, that stuff I'm smelling is the most toxic stuff known to me. It's, it's killing us. Well, I, the I, smell I, is killing us. Yeah, I, I, I didn't say it's the most toxic stuff known, but here's the question. So that, that toxic smell comes from chemicals like PVCs, polyvinyl chlorides, these, these chemicals that are designed to make plastic flexible, like mm-hmm. pool toys. For example, right. and the question is: Is it a problem? And a lot of people appropriately have said, "Well, they're they're endocrine disruptors, right? They muck with, they block the ability of the hormones to, that that govern you, your normal day-to-day behavior to work." So, my pool toys smell. The, the smell of the pool toys. So then, what do you do about it? Because well, you're not going to get rid of the pool toys. I mean, it's summertime, no. right? You want the pool toys. You want to you know jump around and have a good time, but you don't have to imbibe it and smell it. So off, it does off gas. So take it out of the plastic wrapper. Let it get the gas out a little bit. Blow it up you know, before your kids jump on it. Let it spend a couple hours outside in the air to, like you're dry cleaning, right? Get to, get those gases out of the house. And then you don't want to be living in them, right? Don't 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 have the kids sleep on their pool toys. Play it in the play within the pool. <laughs> Who's having their kids do that? My favorite smell, though. I've also heard it's the same thing. Maybe new car smell apparently can kill you. What? Oh gosh! It's the same stuff, right? New All my cars. favorite stuff's gonna kill me. Yeah, no, I know. I think I, look, the new car smell passes after you know a couple of weeks on purpose. I always take my new car. I take the windows down. Leave you know leave it out to the air clear out. The, it, that air, the stuff goes away. But a lot of us do like the smell, and then we don't realize it could be potentially problematic, and we don't actually know how much. It's like it's like the same battle we're having with sunblock right now. Y'all reading about these yeah, reports yeah. where is sunblock bad for you or good for you? Listen, sunblock is actually good for you because you won't get skin cancer. That's a guaranteed benefit. Okay. There's a theoretical problem because the sunblock gets absorbed through your skin much more than we ever thought it did. And that's the bigger question. So what do you do about it? Either use the mechanical sunblocks, the zinc oxide, titanium dioxide, the ones that don't go through, they don't get absorbed by the skin. They block it or... Recognize it might be a problem. Pay attention to it because everyone's rushing to find out if it's really an issue or not, and they're going to make better versions. But in the meantime, don't stop using sunblock because you'll all be coming back with uh, you know squamous cell carcinomas of the skin, which is not so much fun. Yeah. Mm. What do you want to talk to Doctor Oz about? Oh, I have a question. <laughs> what about the um, health benefits of magic mushrooms? Because in Denver, it just got okayed yeah. a little this, bit. This is one of the most exciting things in medicine. I'll tell you a quick story. Bill Wilson. Anyone know who he is? Mm-hmm. Bill Wilson founded AA, Alcoholics oh, Anonymous. Yes. Yeah. I need so, to know him better. So the question is, how did he stop drinking? Because there was no AA before he started it. 1934, he has an out-of-body, like existential experience, a hallucinogenic experience, probably mediated by some hallucinogen. Because of that experience, he stopped drinking. And he spent a lot of his life trying to get LSD into AA programs. And back then, it wasn't a bad thing because people thought that some, if you could hack an a, a, a experience that showed you what life was really about, that it was okay. And on the 60s with Timothy Leary and the LSD and dropping out and dropping acid and all that stuff, it you know, started becoming a problem and became a moral battle. And right now in America, we can't study it that well. But we are beginning to now find that things like ketamine, which is special K, magic mushroom, psilocybin, uh, LSD, all these drugs are actually helping people with PTSD, with bad depression, with alcoholism, cigarette addictions. I mean, listen, with cigarettes, 80% of the time people stop smoking when they do these. These are not, by the way, you're not raving with these things at concerts. This is done with doctors supervising it. We're very thoughtful. Right. But this is shocking. 80% of the time people are, mm. are getting off cigarettes and they're not smoking two-thirds of the time, even a year later. Whoever thought you'd get that kind of result? And it's one time. They're not doing LSD all the time. And so it makes you really excited about the fact that you might be able to hack what years of meditation might be required to achieve, which is, a, by the way, a better way to go if you can. But if you're not going to med- do the meditation, if you can't get there for whatever reason, if there's a way of getting around your PTSD with ketamine, which is now, you know, the U.S. government's going to approve some of these things, it's shockingly 
exciting. What a, better, what a good way to deal with depression. But I loved how excited Gandhi got when they started saying <laughs> magic mushrooms are legal. I think it's a great thing. Lots of stuff is going to get cured from this. All right, there you go. Sure, that's why you're thinking. Well, you know, think, think about this. Uh, humans, <laughs> for all of our history, have been using some of these psychedelic prod- products in different settings, right? You go through the Amazon basin. You look. The oldest society ever is a place called Potbelly Hill in Turkey. And this place, 12,000 years old, three times older than the pyramids. They have these beautiful tea temples. Who the heck knows why they built them? But they were probably doing hallucinogens in this environment. Right. Either the shaman was doing it and bringing back the message of what life was all about to the community or people were doing it themselves. So, and we know we can trace human history. Marijuana was present, one of the oldest medicines known. All these, you know, magic mushroom, all these things were being used widely, not recreationally. They were used for spiritual services. And part of it was when we, the reason we get depressed is where we build these little fences to protect us. And we don't realize these fences are actually walls that are prison walls. That we are closing ourselves in these small little uh, uh, environments that we can't get out of. And then when the world doesn't react the way we think it's going to work, we get depressed because we can't cope anymore because we're locked up. we got chains all around us. So what these products seem to do is for just a second give you a glimpse of what life would be like if you didn't have this wall built around you this cage that you locked yourself into. And that opens your minds up to be much more flexible with life. That's why you get past depression. Because primarily depression is about the fact that you can't change the world because you've locked yourself up so much in knots. And if you can get there through meditation, through prayer, which is how we're supposed to do it, please do that. But if someone's got to go out there first and start telling you about how to do it, that then then maybe you need a hallucinogen to show you that path. Let's That's get, why let's get high with, I want to get high with Dr. Ross. <laughs> I'm in. That's why stories are so important. All our great religious... Treatises, they're all about stories. That's why Game of Thrones was so effective. Oh, can we talk about that when we come back? I got to take a break. Oh, I get, why? Because Commercials? <laughs> because I'm getting yelled at. Oh, please. No, I should have taken a break like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> because I, I, I'll tell you, I could sit here and just get lost listening to you. Right. I, I, you're the most fascinating person God ever. God bless you. And you're a good lover, too. Oh. <laughs> all right, uh, more of a Dr. Oz coming up right after this. Elvis's personal Instagram account. Follow him now at Elvis Duran. I think I'm ready to start a modeling career. <laughs> Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, so I talk a lot, but with Audible audiobooks, I am all ears. I listen to the latest celeb memoirs, bestsellers, exclusive originals, and tons more. I learn, I laugh, I cry. So check out Audible's ginormous selection and choose your first audiobook for free at audible.com slash Elvis. Am I talking to Elvis right now? Oh, yes, the yeah. one and only. You beautiful man, you. <laughs> Let's just talk about that. Let me introduce myself. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Oh, this is such a production. This is Elvis Duran in the morning show. Please. Amazing. Dr. Oz, his show has been on for 10 years. Oh, my goodness. That, it, wow. You're going into season 11 uh, later this year, right? You know, I still remember the first day that Oprah ever approached me about the show. Yeah, what was that like, Dr. Oz? Oprah? Well, so, so I had made her show, I don't know, 60 times, and we were still making it. She, in one, and we, we would, I would fly to Chicago, which that's where she taped, and you'd do it, make a show in the morning and a show in the afternoon. That's how I do it, too. Most of us do it that way. Phil does it that way, most of the talk shows. So in between the shows, we'd never talk because you didn't want to leave all the good energy in the dressing room. So this day, she calls me to, to the room and says, I've, uh, I want to talk to you, and... I said, well, you know, must be a problem. So like, she goes and she says, I, I, want you, I want to start, you know, making a show with you. I said, well, we are making a show together. That's how naive I was about the whole process. Right. She said, no, 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 I want you to be <laughs> the person hosting the show. And I'd never actually 
seriously considered because I was I'm a heart surgeon. I still operate. I operated this last week. Right. I I, I never wanted to to think about anything beyond that. And she was really good. My wife and, the, and Oprah really conspired uh, to elevate me because it wasn't on my vision board. And and I thought, okay, well, I guess I'll do it for a year or two. And you know, again, the thought of it of it being a continuous process also never dawned on me. Because most shows don't make it anyway, but I never thought about it for myself. Theory. I do it for a year or two, get all the things I wanted to say about health to, out, of, out of my soul, my system, and then I'll be done, move on. And it's been so fulfilling, so rewarding. Uh, and so I've met so many wonderful friends, like you, through the process, that it's become, I'm addicted to it. I love it. How I did you that. meet Oprah in the first place, like to start doing her show? I want to pay great tribute to the woman who introduced us. Back then, she wasn't as well known as she is now, Gail King. Oh, wow. What happened was Gail and I had met and, you know, done some fun stuff together. And I was hosting a show for the Discovery Channel, a documentary <clears throat> on the human body. And I needed some big name guest to come on just to sort of launch the show. And I approached Gail. And for reasons that we still all laugh about, uh, Oprah agreed to come on. I mean, <laughs> I was a complete unknown. <laughs> and she was in New York doing a magazine shoot for her magazine. And I, and, and Gail said, listen, if you get the, if you get her in makeup, Get her then, because you're not going to get her makeup twice. Mm. And I went, I, you know, and we met up, and uh, we had a fantastic time. And uh, People Magazine wrote an article about the the episode, and her team learned about it from that, and they invited me out to come do her show. And I remember going to the aut- autopsy lab at New York Presbyterian Columbia, where I practice, filling a bunch of organs into an igloo cooler, because I want to talk about organs. And I oh. and I and I and I went to the airport, and I. Uh, had a little note saying that I wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer because you know <laughs> you're walking around with organs, organs, organs. and s- skulls and femurs. And I got there and I changed out of my suit because I didn't want to get it dirty and put on these cheap fourteen dollar cotton scrubs from Mark R O R. And I did the show and that's why I was always in scrubs because oh. it wasn't done on purpose. It was done out of naivete. I didn't want to get wow. my clothes dirty. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I love the story. Yeah. You, you always wonder, wait, Walter Oz. Was he just born doing TV? Right. When did this start? But the real angel is Gail King, who, uh, God bless her, I'm so happy for her because she's doing so well now. Uh, but back then, she was, you know, she was just, you know, finding her way, raising her kids, and, and a, a confidant. And just, uh, uh, there's those people in the world who just always do the right thing. And so you trust them. Yeah. Because they always show up for you. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here. I, I trust you with my life, Dr. Oz. As a matter of fact, we were talking about the book that comes out October 1st. I, th- I think you have an entire chapter about oh, you and our interaction Aww, with each other. Okay, so, so what, let's talk about the book for one second. Because, okay. you know, where do I begin? I, just, I, didn't, I didn't know what was coming out. I saw it here and I thought, how did I miss the book? And I realized, I'm, I'm asking you right here on the show, will you come on my program and talk about the incredible epiphanies you've had as Elvis Duran about your body, about sure. your health. If you have me, absolutely. Nope. Done. It's booked. It's done. Done. It's done. Booked. Thank you. You heard it here first. I'm going on Dr. Oz show. Oh. <laughs> Are we Let's... able to come watch that recording? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the thing about books that I really love uh, is that you tell the truth because you can't lie to yourself in your study while you're writing something down in black and white. We can make stories up all the time when we're with other folks. When we're by ourselves, we tell our truth. That's why I love books. I love stories in general, right? But your own stories, you know, and that's the big challenge to everyone listening right now. That's the big question: What is your story? And if you don't know what it is, first of all, make sure you're not in someone else's story. Because if you're in someone else's story, you're going to be a bit player. Because you're not going to be the hero, or the protagonist in someone else's story. Yeah. And if you don't know your own story, it could be a horror story. So change it. <laughs> this, is, this is why I loved writing this book. I got to know me a lot better. It was, it's kind of hard to explain unless you do it and you've done it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's hey, cathartic. I want to talk about, uh, oh, we were on the airplane coming home from Puerto Rico. 
some gentleman in the back of the plane uh, passed out or there was a yep. problem. And so it was one of those, I'm sorry, is there a doctor on board moment, right? So luckily, two beautiful, beautiful doctors ran to the back and they, they both worked on this guy and helped him out. Yep. But we, in talking, finding out more, I'm hearing that sometimes if a doctor is asked to show up, they they don't want to tell them when they're a doctor. They don't they don't show up. They just because they don't want to be get sued. They don't want to be. No, that's. I, I, I know you would always. It's just wrong. I, I would never. I've never known a doctor who wouldn't show up. Right. First of all, there's good Samaritan laws that do protect you. So if you try to help someone, it doesn't work out. You know, it's 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 not you're not blamed for it because you stuck up when no one else would. But I, I I tell you, it's reprehensible if you would not not get involved. I, I don't understand what that why that would happen because people dedicate so much time to teaching us medicine. Mm-hmm. You owe it to your teachers. I mean, the number, the number of people I tortured with questions <laughs> about all kinds of stuff. The kinds of questions you asked me, I asked someone else to find them out. I didn't know them. I wasn't born knowing this stuff. So you owe it to your teachers. But listen, what, what it makes a professional? A professional has four things. And this is true not just for doctors or lawyers. For everybody out there who thinks they're a pro. First off, you, you have an oath to the people that you're caring for. That you always take care of them. You are a professional because you're primary oath is to the people listening right now. If you lie to them, you're violating your professional oath. Number two, you got to stand on the shoulders of giants, the people who taught you about how to do what you do well. And in medicine, that's really important. Number three, we don't do it too well, but it's important is you police each other. When someone's doing a bad job, you call them out on it. You make sure that people re- re- realize that that's not the right way to do it. And the fourth thing, this is a part we don't do and we have to do more of it in America. We all have a responsibility to speak up on civic issues. That's why I know you may not want to hear about my politics or my if feeling on criminal justice or this and that. I'm not going to browbeat folks on it, but I have an obligation to tell people what I think we should do, for example, in healthcare, where I have some expertise. Because if I don't say it, who's going to say it? And when we don't tell the truth, our truth to people, it causes issues. What's our goal in life? Let's elevate this. Our goal in life is to take the chaos around us and to use our truth to hone it into something that gives light to the world. That's what we're supposed to do. When you don't do that, then who else is going to do it? Evil is not when bad people do bad things. Evil is when good people don't stand up and say, hey, you're bad. We got to fix this. We got to make it better. And that's why story is so important for us. Do you see what I'm doing? Yes, you're crying. Yeah, you're crying. <laughs> you make me cry. I thought I just, onions. I just, <laughs> I, just, I just love you. I just love you so much. And I, and I totally understand why other people love you too. Anyway, uh, let's tell a dirty joke. No, no let's, go to, let's go Game of Thrones. All okay, right. Talk about Game of Thrones. It's <laughs> over now. A lot of people have seen it and they're, they're, they're empty in life. They have nowhere I to go. I am one of them. Yeah. You, you have nowhere to go? I'm very upset. I feel like a friend was taken away from me. Well, the, the nice thing about Game of Thrones, and I'm not going to spoil the, the, sh- the, the show because many people haven't seen the last episode, but uh, I've always loved stories in general that w- and how stories play a role in our lives. And I know a lot of people are frustrated because uh, it didn't quite work out exactly how they thought it was going to work out. They, you know, But if you really think about the stories that define our lives, they're supposed to have the difficult decisions not always work out perfectly because that's what life's like. It's the struggle. And that's why this is so cool that as a people, we got behind. I was watching the show last night with all my kids. My kids came home to watch it with me. Oh, how great was that? That, that, that awesome. reminds when, awesome. when, when I was a kid, we, the, the country would come together around episodes like this. That we, we used to all be on the same page on something. Whether it's a sporting event, which still does it, or, or, or you know, these kinds of, of important stories. I remember watching Roots when I was a little boy. Right, roots. Everyone got together just to watch it because we could talk about it the next day, and that's what the traditions that brought us together have always been about. And the most powerful tools we have in our lives are those stories. The Bible is a story for a reason because it changes us profoundly, and that's what I think they did so beautifully with Game of Thrones because they got they 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 
tugged on all the elements of what a hero really is. And it gives you lessons that you can begin to apply to your own life. Where are you like Daenerys, which Khaleesi, which is the name of my dog, by the way. Still, right. still. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, that, 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 uh, where are you like Jon Snow? Where are you like the Lannisters? I, I had a great Instagram uh, series on, uh, on, on I, I was posting about medical insights about Game of Thrones. Just to, I'm just to play with it. Like, like, what kind of a diet did the Lannisters eat? Was it keto, paleo? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, exactly what did the Mad King have? What was his diagnosis? <laughs> so, but that's sort of fun because it gets you because people can identify with it. I can teach people about about Mediterranean diets better through Game of Thrones than through talking wow. about it on the show. <laughs> You actually, you had another point you wanted to make about Game of Thrones before we took a break. What was that? We were going down a road. You said, oh, Game of Thrones. I said, oh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Are you like this? Do you live your life like this? Because I do. I, yeah, I, of course. I, I forget things. All, I mean, I'm just an idiot sometimes. It's good for your memory. You're supposed to peripatetic. It's good for your memory. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe there was. No, no the big, I, I think I, it, the, big, the big issue around Game of Thrones is that we, I think as a people, we used to, we, I, I harken back to when we were in little villages, we'd be, get, gather on the campfire right. and someone would tell us a story that had deep meaning to us. And we need to remember how important that is. And when people break down our stories, uh, stories of American exceptionalism, stories about what made us Americans, because it's not about where we were born, it's about a belief system. And that's what defines what Americans are. And I, I think that, that stories like Game of Thrones reminds us of that. Wow. Mm. There you go. You're my I, favorite person. I guess ever. I should start. I should start watching that Game of Thrones. You should. <laughs> How many seasons? Eight. 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 It doesn't have to be Game of Thrones. It can be any story. The stories that elevate us—they're not always happy stories, but the ones that elevate us are important to us. Forget them at your peril. You know, another thing I love about Doctor Oz is, uh, you know, just be, just because he's one of the best surgeons in the world, and just because he has a, a wildly successful TV show. What I love most about you and what you try to teach us is it's not always about something you can get from a needle or a pill or an operation. It's about what you can do with your heart and how you can actually lift people up by the things you say. And, the, and the, your belief system is your foundation. It's your core. It's what drives everything you do and every decision you make. And in, in the end, what we do for other people is really what it's all about. That's, that, that is what you teach us every time you come in here. You, and then, I, then you know you look at people's boo boos on their elbows. And, of course, <laughs> it, 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 prostate exams. You know, <laughs> you say that's you say. I mean, this is what makes you special. You you you, you, tell, you hone into the thing that really matters the most. Fifty percent of visits to doctors' offices are for non medical issues. Talk about that. Pe- yeah. the, <clears throat> the, about that. the epidemic in America is loneliness. That's Aww. what we're suffering from. People don't feel connected to each other, and we are hardwired to feel like raindrops falling into the ocean of humanity. And when I talk about it, I I get emotional because I realize how sad people are not realizing how important they are, how much they really matter to each and every one of us. I remember this lady, I operated on her about two years ago. She came in, she said, uh, you know, I need my heart operation. I said, well, okay, we'll do it on you know next Thursday, but you're here by yourself. So I got to call someone to talk to them about the operation. I mean, who am I going to celebrate with? Jokingly, I say this. And the lady says, "Uh, I don't, I don't really have anybody. See, ma'am, you're 60 years old. Are you telling me in 60 years on this planet, there's no one who really cares about you? And she's, you know, dropped her eyes down. When people look down, that's real sad in a doctor's office because they should be trying to absorb info. And she said, oh, there's, <clears throat> there's, there's no one that cares about me. I'm, I'm always by myself. And I said, I'm not going to operate on you if you really believe that because I don't believe it. There's just no way that's the case. 
there's a cousin somewhere, a neighbor, <coughs> someone who cares about you. And I said, if you go find me somebody, and when you do, I'll operate that day. Wow. That makes me very sad. Yeah. And she found somebody. She oh, found good. she found the neighbor. Oh, wow. And when she brought the neighbor in, uh, it changed her complexion, but it also gave her hope. What's the point? That, that, you know what I don't operate on people? Sometimes people come in my office and say, everybody that I love is gone. I'm 90 years old. I've done it all. There's nothing left. And I say, okay, I get that. I mean, I hope I feel like that one day when I've done everything I need to do and it's time for the next yeah. stage. But if you don't feel that way about the end of your life, but rather feel like you're alone because you didn't live up to your life, that's something that we have an obligation to change. And doctors abdicate a big responsibility when we don't challenge that assumption. That's why on the show, yeah, I talk about, you know, investigations about sausages and, you know, exactly what, you know, what, you, what kind of sunblock you should be putting on. But the reason we talk about true crime all the time is because it reminds us of these issues. It reminds us of the emotional struggles we're all facing every single day, defining good from bad and evil from, from, uh, from hope. Yeah. And then when you, at the end of all that, that's what elevates all of us. That's what makes you feel connected. There's nothing healthier than laughing with your friends. Nothing. Can we get back to the sausage episode? Yes. <laughs> well, I was at Pier, I was I was in Hoboken riding my bike with my wife yesterday. You guys Wait, saw the post. Is there really a sausage episode? Yes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's not an episode. It happened yesterday. And I found <laughs> alligator sausage. Oh, yeah. Have you had that? I've, I have had alligator sausage. Absolutely. Oh, gosh, it was so good. I got addicted. Oh, you liked gosh. it? Yes, it was good. It was like a squid married a pig and had a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't sound good, but it actually was it good. It is a special chew. Where do, you, where do you put alligator sausage in the crock pot? Anyone? Hey-oh. Hey-oh. boom on that note, <laughs> okay, so, uh, we are uh, first and foremost saying thank you, Dr. Oz. Congratulations on rolling into season 11. Uh, that is just incredible. And uh, you can just tell this man loves what he does. It's a passion. It's a passion. But I can't wait to launch season 11 because I get to have Elvis Duran on talking about his new book, which is going to be really cool. Damn yeah. straight. And we're all coming in. We're going to sit in the yes. audience. And, ha- and heckle. texted me that she has wait, to come too. You have 10 daytime Emmy Awards? Yes. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing about going to the Dr. Oz show is that the people who work the Dr. Oz show, people who work in the background and yeah. you don't see them, they're just the most amazing team. Amazing. And, you know, and Cheryl, you know how much we love her, Cheryl. Well, Cheryl Crowley, the angel. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you for coming in, Dr. Oz. I love you, man. You're the best. Uh, so, all things Oz, DrOz.com, everything you need to know about upcoming shows and things you maybe you've missed, it's all right there. It's the best website online other than ElvisDuran.com. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Dr. Oz. Oh my gosh. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Call us at 1 800 242 0100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I just don't want Dr. Oz to leave. No, I, I want him to become my friend in real life. He is your friend. Okay, I mean, that's the cool thing about him. He's your friend. He's great. Thank you, Dr. <laughs> Oz. Awesome. Please, you know, they're rolling into season 11. Uh, congratulations to everyone at the Dr. Oz Show. Make sure yep. you, you're watching support. He really is. He's a good friend. He's a good friend of our show. He's yeah. a good human. He, he is. really is. Yeah. He's always there. Like, anytime you need him for something, he's there. I feel like such a hag compared Why? to him. Because he's the best. He is the best. I, I want to be more like Dr. Oz. <laughs> but right now, I'm just like a little little moron. Well, I like scary. that. It's a tradition. Every time, every day I go home for lunch and I turn him on, 
and I'm sitting there and I'm eating and I'm th- examining what I'm eating because I'm watching what his yeah. episode is and I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to put this away. Yeah, going to, <laughs> having dinner with Dr. Oz is kind of interesting because you get a little paranoid about what you're eating. And you're oh, like, oh, totally. Going. What were we going to say? I missed um, you up. No, I just think he's so awesome. And as soon as we, we took a break, everybody lined up to ask him like a personal question <clears throat> yep. about their own things going on. And he's so friendly and nice about answering. Yeah. And he does. He, I mean, he'll give up his entire day just to stay here and answer questions. What's uh, going on straight name? So when I had my surgery at New York Presbyterian, Dr. Oz was the reason I went there in the first place. Right. And I'm there for five days. And you have to have, when you have heart surgery, you have x-rays once or twice a day. And occasionally it's difficult to get an x-ray tech up there. So one of the PAs was telling me, well, sometimes we call and impersonate Dr. Oz's voice <laughs> because he's the only person that gets people up here in a hurry. Oh, that's, you should have told him that story. I, I did. So I told Dr. Oz this and he goes, I think the reason that happens is because I treat everyone so nicely. Maybe some people aren't as nice, but you treat everybody nicely and they'll do stuff for you. Oh, Dr. And a moment's notice, he's so great. Love him. He even made a hello to my mom, which was so nice. That's that's the Dr. Oz way. I know. Love, Love him. him. Uh, all right, let's get into sound with yes. Garrett. Garrett, what do you have today? All right, let's talk about Idol, uh, because we all watched that last night. Um, it wrapped up. I'm not going to give away who won, but Wade Coda, he came in fifth place. He got the chance to sing with Weezer last night, because that's what they do on the finale. You get to sing with uh, some famous artist. Problem was, Wade has such a low voice, you can't hear him <laughs> sing over Rivers Cuomo. He's in there somewhere. He had the opportunity to be on stage. Uh, The Backstreet Boys (laughs) reimagined some of their favorite hits, like I Want It That Way, acoustically. Playing that for Froggy. All right, let's turn to the Brooklyn Boys, episode 84. That was uh, released last week. Tove Lowe stopped by for a quick second to talk to Scary and Brody, or Brody and Scary. What have you been up to? Um, I've been just making um, new music in the studio and, uh, yeah, releasing new music soon. Single and album and, yeah. What do we have coming out that you can talk about? Anything? Um, can't say. We already got the bop, Are we on air? I don't understand. What? Then they talked about her new single that came out, which she couldn't talk about, so she gave the initials. Oh, okay. Yeah. But did you bop, bop, bop your guest? No, well, because she wouldn't She wouldn't <laughs> tell us the name. We were told by the record label, don't ask her the name of the song, but we know it's G-H-G, three words. So we don't know what it stands for. What, what could G-H-G stand for? I don't know. Tovlo on Very the Brooklyn Boys. What else you got? Uh, San Francisco, ABC7. So a woman hired a dog walker for a few days while she was away. I think it was like the WAG app. And the thing was, uh, she looked at her house and saw a gentleman coming into her house and then found out the woman was naked inside her house. Wow. So we hear. On the preview of the alert, it showed a man in our house, someone that I wasn't expecting, so I opened it up, and that's when I saw that she was there with a man in our house, and they were going straight for our bedroom. She oh. believes that you were having sex in both of the bedrooms. I, it's okay that she believes that that's not what was going on. To see that video where she's just butt naked. It got hot, and uh, as I said, I don't like wearing clothes. <laughs> And I feel terrible about it. It was not something I did with intent or ma- with malice. Hmm. I just got naked in your house but didn't have sex in it was, with a stranger. <laughs> I was hot. You know, when I get hot, I just take my clothes yeah. off. Yeah. So, sorry. No, ma- no, no malice. <laughs> uh, Gandhi did this story. So billionaire Robert F. Smith was giving the commencement speech at Morehouse College in Atlanta yesterday and paid off the class of 2019 student loans. What an amazing, amazing Damn, thing this guy did. Crazy. On behalf of the eight 
generations of my family who have been in this country. We're going to put a little fuel in your bus. Now, I've got the alumni over there, and this is a challenge to you, alumni. This is my class, 2019. And my family is making a grant to eliminate their student loans. Damn. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? That's incredible. He paid off $40 million in student loans. Damn. Does he write the check right then and there? I don't know. Do you take credit cards? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> can you right. Venmo that over? Uh, and we'll end on this. So a guy had a snowmobile, and the snowmobiles are meant for snow, and decided to try to see if it goes across water. Mm. Oh, God. How'd that turn out? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, crushed you good, eh? <laughs> oh, did it ever hit you good? Yeah. You okay? Yeah, it hurts. Oh, man, full tunnel right on top okay. of you. Dude! It reminded, it reminded me of something. Double rainbow! You have the double rainbow, man. Whoa, that's a full rainbow. Double rainbow. Oh, my God. Whoa! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! smiling ear to ear looking at our pictures looking at our pictures from puerto rico you can check it out uh elvisduran.com the homepage. Uh, look at all the pictures there's tons of them Aww. we had such a great time i really enjoyed uh traveling with you guys and yeah i learned a lot about everybody i learned Ooh. how people drink how they eat how okay, they act Gandhi, with each other do you have any initial thoughts Go. Hmm. Um, everybody was a lot more fun and relaxed than I anticipated. Right. Nobody was really annoying. I was wondering, you know, is someone going to be too much? Um, everyone just seemed to have a really good time. Some people don't sunblock the way they should. I think that they think their skin can take more than it can. Some right. people don't know how to put sunblock on. Yeah. There were so many blotchy people that we travel with. I'm like, you know you have to put on your entire, like, you can't just like... Spray it like you, there's a process to the whole right. thing. Right, rub it in. You're supposed to or, rub it in. Oh, don't give me some ones. Give me names. Like, oh, oh. Um, Garrett was a little bit red. <laughs> a couple people from promotions were like tomatoes. Right. Um, I think Scary did okay. Nate got a little bit burnt. Yeah. Diamond oh, Alex- and I, who could take the most sun, stayed all yeah. the way out of it. Alex Zagran. Oh yeah, that man's a tomato. He's red. <laughs> a tomato. We had such a great time. Thank we you did. to uh, anyone and everyone who had something to do with this this trip. Look, you know, uh, we we party hard. We play hard. <laughs> yes, I need I'm, I need to take a day off. I'm like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> and our team is so nice and like protective of us. Like I said, I'm jumping in this pool. No one's gonna stop me. And I was just gonna try and see if I could like run past security. What would happen? And they went and cleared it so that it was like okay to do it. Yeah, it was see, so sweet. We don't <laughs> Um, you know who's great is Amanda, Amanda Barone. Oh yeah, thank you, Amanda. Everyone who had something to do. Oh what? yeah, Jody Angel. Uh, we love Jody. Oh, Angels. we love Joe. Oh, Joe D might be my favorite new person. Isn't he? A, he's, yeah, he's great. He's awesome. Anyway, is so is it hot in here to you? No, it I is. Mean, it's no. a little stuffy. Are you humid. still feeling the humidity from Puerto Rico? I hope so. <laughs> I'm cold. Yeah, What's that round head? Maybe something like the alcohol that we all drank. It started to come out of our pores yesterday. <laughs> I was sweating. I thought I was sweating alcohol. Like, it was too much. I feel like the whole week, I just want to drink water, rest my voice. Like, I just can't take it. I'm, oh, yeah, enough. I, well, hello. Some, it some, was a lot. It takes us a while to bounce back. Yeah, that's what I think it is. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go play today. 
Let's go around the room. I haven't gone around the room in a while. Danielle, what's on your mind today? Uh, so people keep saying, how was vacation? <laughs> so I just want to say that, yes, it was downtime. But technically, it wasn't vacation because we did work, didn't we? Not work. Yes, we did. We did do the show. We we were partying with the, you know our listeners who are now our friends and stuff. So everybody could say, oh, it was you had no work. It was all vacation. It really wasn't a hundred percent vacation. It was very nice, and was... we are very lucky to work here. But it was not a hundred percent vacation. Not vacation. So you can't get mad at us next time we take vacation to say you just vacationed in Puerto Rico. Exactly. <laughs> we'll let you know when it's a real vacation versus a working vacation. But yeah. Getting up and drag ass and down to do a show at six in the morning <laughs> when you're like, you know, living in paradise. Right. It's hard. so I was tough. loving it. It's hard work. It's so hard. Wah. I was drunk in the rainforest. I'm so sad. <laughs> What's up, great. Gandhi? Oh, I am very excited because I get to do something tonight, and that is see Aladdin before it comes out. I can't wait. Really? Yes. I'm going tonight. Special. Well, how'd you get into that? I know some people. Well, look Tried at you. to get Danielle to go, but she's, you know. I know. I have, know conflict. I have a game tonight. I'm not allowed to let you know tomorrow. I have to wait a couple days. Yeah. Oh, really? But it, it I'm really excited Thursday, to see it. Thursday, I think, so. Yeah. Uh, what's up with you today, producer Sam? So, oh. Where's our microphone? Oh, nothing's working. Here, use the Oh, hi. Hi. Okay. I want everyone to dig deep and find something in their job that brings them something to be grateful for. Because I had that experience over the weekend, how wonderful it was to just being able to be away in Puerto Rico for a period of time, even though it was a work trip. But I was just so grateful that I got to be there and be there with my boyfriend, so it was great. So I want everyone to think about what it is at their job, no matter how much they love it or don't love it currently, that they are grateful for because there is something there. I'll tell you what I'm grateful for is uh, Samantha's boyfriend t- when he takes his shirt off. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think we're all grateful for it that. It is a blessing to us all. It was crazy. <laughs> Damn. Look at Look at Nate over here. You have a puss on your face. What's wrong? What's wrong with you? By the way, that, that, by the way, that's the weirdest expression. It really is. You know, what's wrong? Why? I got a little uh, trip hangover. You do? I think. Yeah. And I really wish we were still there. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to leave uh, paradise, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Right. Sunny, beautiful, sandy beaches, girls in bikinis. Uh, so let me you tell you this. You have a hot girl in a bikini. That's the one I'm talking home. about. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to, uh, if you're thinking about your next vacation and your plans coming up, I want you to look into the Caribe Hilton. They took such good care of us. And, I mean, they and the people who are working there are all just blue ribbon, perfect people. They were all great. We had a great time. They Scary. were very yeah. accommodating. They were extremely accommodating. Well, yeah. we've all been there before, and that is sitting around a table with a lot of people, and you take have the waiter or waitress take a picture. Mm-hmm. Can we outlaw these? You can, who's got there's they never come out good. They, there's always the people in the back with their heads moved in and and leaning and people. When you take a picture of an t- entire table of people, it never comes out perfect. It's always <laughs> awful. So I think we should you know in the way of the selfie you want to outlaw. Uh, are you going anywhere with this? <laughs> <laughs> Just, Where are we going? They never come angry. Just stop taking those types of pictures. Taking okay. Photos Scary never... wants you to stop taking pictures table of photos? you having fun. No. <laughs> Have you ever had a table photo that came out great? No, they're all bad. It? You know, as long as I look good, I'm okay. No. The person in the front has to lean back. The people at the end have to push their heads in. And who's got to... Okay. We get it. It was bad. Uh, yeah, I know. We get it. If you could go on for another 10 minutes about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we want to outlaw it. Daniel, outlaw. you know what he's saying, right? Uh, whatever. Okay. I'm good. Outlaw. I don't, here's the thing, though. We we want to take a nice photo at yeah. the table. 
Yeah. We want that memory to stay it's, there. It's like when you take a family photo. There's always like the one kid that's looking the other direction. You know. It's, it's okay. I'm, I'm usually that one. All right, well, thank you, Scary. Uh, duly noted. Uh, let's get into the three things you need to know, Gandhi. What's going on? Well, some sad news coming out of Alabama. A police officer is dead. Two others are injured after a shooting late last night. Uh, the the suspect is still on the run. There there is a manhunt going on. It's a 29 year old named Grady Wayne Wilkes. So hopefully they'll be able to find him soon. Nike changing their pregnancy policy. I don't know if you guys knew this, but the company apparently was cutting off compensation for some of their athletes when their athletes were on maternity leave. So everybody got upset about it. Nike said, you know what? You're right. Moving forward, we will continue to pay people even when they're on maternity leave because they're athletes and they're women and we shouldn't discriminate against them for that. And finally, more than 10.5 million Americans are supposed to be taking off work today because of last night's Game of Thrones. That's the number that they think is actually happening. A survey by this institute said that 27 million employees are going to be impacted in some way by last night's series finale. Well, on behalf of iHeartMedia, we thank you all for coming to work today. Thanks. I tried so hard to get it off. Nate said no. Okay. (laughs) Oh, today's phone tap from Garrett is great. She's amazing. Wait till you hear this person that Garrett phone taps. We're going to play it for you. Coming up next. The official Instagram of the morning show. Follow us now at Elvis Duran Show. This is Elvis Duran in the morning show. If you didn't love summer enough, Tate's Bake Shop's giving you two more reasons to love summer. New s'mores and coconut blondie limited edition summer cookies. Two new flavors, amazing. Look for the red s'mores and blue coconut blondie bags available at Whole Foods now. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. Oh, he's a good American. Yes. Hey, Garrett, how hey, are you? good what's morning. You, what's your phone tap all about? So Val wants to play a phone tap on her sister, Tara. Now, Tara hates, hates, hates clowns, just like our very own Danielle. So, it happens to be Tara's birthday, and Val wanted to send birthday wishes to her sister. So I'm going to play a clown going to, uh, going to Tara's job. All right. Let's see how this works out. Garrett's clown phone tap. Let's listen in. Hi, this is Tara. Tara, yes, great. Uh, I am heading towards your office right now. I have a delivery for you, and I'm a little lost. I was just wondering if you could help me uh, get wait, to the office. Wait, and, what uh, delivery is this? Um, I usually don't do this. It's supposed to be a surprise. I was sent to come wish you a happy birthday. It's kind of silly right now. I'm dressed as a clown to sing happy birthday to you. And Wait, 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 wait. You're what? Yes, You're and dressed I'm- dressed as a clown right now? Well, yes, that's what I do. No, wait a minute. No, 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 no. You can't come to my office dressed as a clown. Yeah, yeah well, that's my job. That's what I'm supposed to no, do. Is come sing- no, no, no. I don't like clowns. Well, well that's I the thing. Right I now. got paid to, to come sing happy I don't birthday. Really, I don't really care. Your sister's Valerie, correct? And and she, she booked me. Valerie on- hired you. Cor- correct. And, and Turn yourself around right now. All right, well, what if I just come and, and drop off the balloons? No, no, absolutely not. Out of the question. I spend two hours on my face makeup. I don't really care. This is out of the question. What if it's just a quick little happy birthday? You blow out the cupcake that I have I for you. It's delicious. I will you in the nuts if you show up here. I don't like clowns. They freak me what out. What if we do this? No, uh, what, what if? Well, I, I need to know where you no, are. No, so- I don't care. I will make it a quick happy birthday. Crazy lunatic you are, but I don't want you coming here. All right, fine. Well, what what if you at least say enough? You are pissing me off. Well, my boss is going to ask if I I came. I don't care what your boss is going to ask. I'm a happy guy, but you're making me an unhappy clown. Guy, you are. This is completely inappropriate. Too bad I have a smile painted on my face because right now Too I, bad you have a smile painted I have to paint a frown face. on. I would punch it off your face, stupid. 
No one does that to a clown. All right. So. Uh, I, she is, she is so pissed right now. Hold tight one second. We'll call her right back, okay? This is Tara. Happy birthday. Oh, my God. Sorry. Happy birthday, my ass. Did you send a clown to my office? You know I hate clowns. You should be appreciative that I sent you something for your birthday. Oh, my God. Don't be ridiculous. You know clowns freak me out. You I'm sent not- one to the office? Did he do a good job? He called. He didn't even know where he was going. He called for directions. So I sent him home. Be a grown-up. You're going to be 26. It's you be a grown-up. Have some respect. I, seriously? Remember when we went to the circus? I peed my pants. I can't believe you even... Are you laughing right now? This is so not funny. It's your birthday. Stop being pissed. It's your birthday. Don't you think you're overreacting just a little no, bit? No, I don't think I'm overreacting. I think that you're a bad sister. I remembered your birthday, didn't I? Oh, so you're going to do something horrible to me on my birthday? Hey, uh, Tara. This is revenge. Hey, Tara. Because you, you Tara. always hated Tara. me. What? Uh, <laughs> my name's Garrett from Elvis Duran in the morning show, and you got phone tapped. <laughs> For a phone tab, go to elvisduran.com. Click on the phone tab tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tab was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tab only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey. Hey. What's up? This music <laughs> makes me want to get down. God's plan. Get yeah. funky. I know. I love this song. Hey, uh, Danielle. Yeah. What else uh, you got on your list today? Would you like me to tell you? This is where you usually do the Danielle <laughs> stuff. So let's go. Uh, so Scarlett Johansson. This is not my music, though. It's very, it's throwing me off. I like this music. Okay, well, we can keep it. Okay. Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost from SNL are officially engaged. Congratulations. Congratulations. Can you believe Michael Jackson's son, Prince, graduated from college over the weekend? That for was, him. That's the one he dangled over the balcony. I thought that was blanket. I thought that was blanket. Oh, no, yeah. that was blanket. Yeah, he that's dangled right. blanket. Oh, he dangled blanket. I get them confused. <laughs> With a blanket. <laughs> With a blanket over his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Game of Thrones came to an end last night. You know that. Uh, HBO Go crashed. So basically, <laughs> everybody who was trying to watch the finale that way, mm, they complained. They took to Twitter. They're like, are you kidding me? Of all days to do this? I need you right now. So people were not happy. I feel like I would have broken whatever it was I was oh. trying to access the show on. Can you imagine that's... The one thing you've been looking forward to for so long. Yep. And you don't got it? You don't got it? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Especially if you were having like a party or something at your oh, house. Oh, no. Forget it. Uh, Woodstock 50 is happening. So, um, <laughs> Fire Festival 2019 is on the way. At least they'll be in a place where they can get food and water I, and get out. I, you know what? <laughs> it's supposed to happen in August, though. So, I, I, mm. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Kim, Kim and Kanye, they named their son Sam West. They have not commented on the name, but they both read the Bible regularly. Now, and you know that Kanye does his Sunday service and everything, so um, so you know they're excited about that. And you got to go to my Twitter for this at Danielle Monaro. There was a water bottle in the finale of Game of Thrones last night. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you exactly where it is. I'm just. Do you think tell they you- put it there on purpose? I mean, at that point now, where I think they did all this stuff on purpose. I they get a know. lot of attention from it. People are sitting on chairs, and it's behind someone's foot. That's all I'm going to tell you. So right. go and check it out at my Twitter, at Danielle Monaro. But I don't think they had water bottles back then. Anyway, <laughs> do you want more, or what do you want? <laughs> you tell me what you want. I, I, no, you, you did great. Usually this is where Nate's saying, clap it up. 
Oh, no, uh-huh. we're all we're all just really brain dead. We are, <laughs> yeah. seriously. I'm trying to text Alex. He's not even answering. He's still asleep. Oh, oh that must be nice. What, what's it like sleeping until ten o'clock oh. in the morning? I, I slept in. I slept through my alarm today. I woke up because the person who I ride to work with every day called me nine times. I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Go without me. Carry on. So I told you earlier that only one person has read my book, right? And it's Stephen Levine. He's sitting right there. Hi, Stephen. Tell us everything. Spoilers. It was so weird to have him say, hey, I I can't stop reading your book. It's great. Really? (laughs) Yes, I have to say, um, you know, knowing your story, what I thought your story was for the last several years, and then starting to read it in the book, it just takes you on this journey from a little boy who had this dream and literally stopped at nothing knew he was destined for something, and kept going until he found his way. I'd love to know this guy. He sounds interesting. I would, too. It was so beautiful. I I just think it's going to inspire so many people, the story that you have. And, I mean, just the the challenges that you face and um, the fun times, the good times. Did you get to the murder yet? I did get to the murder. Yeah, there was a murder. I did get to that. And... uh, but just to to, the, to your point, like there's things in there that you r- understand about what you went through that is just incredibly inspiring. So now yeah. you know why I'm all screwed up, right? <laughs> but I can't wait to read it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm excited. All right, all right. So you know, you can so, go buy it if you want. Amazon pre-order. Sounds, he sounds real thrilled, and excited. Yeah. Yes, he is excited. <laughs> Round in your wheel. What does that mean? He was like, you're very, in like, there. Serious, you're right? in the book. Yeah, yeah you're in the book. <laughs> Brace yourself, Betsy. Wait, you wrote my name in the book? <laughs> yeah. My name is in the book? Brace yep. yourself, Betsy. I'm in the book. Oh my gosh. You can see what you're hearing by following the morning show on Instagram. Search Elvis Duran Show and follow us now. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Audible audiobooks are my mental vacation. I listen and I escape to another world. It's like I'm right in the middle of the action, whether it's a love story or maybe even a zombie apocalypse. That's a great thing. Try it. Your first audiobook is free at audible.com slash Elvis.